Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Time Girls Campaign 1. This is episode 63, and uh, we have a lot to get into. You'll notice that the set, like the uh, overlay has changed a bit. I, I didn't have time to fix it. Um, my uh, I had to reset my C drive, which ended up deleting all of my presets for OBS. So um, as of right now, we're, we've concocted a smaller... Uh, version of what we normally have. Uh, there's some things that are missing, but um, I'm going to be completely redoing it before next week, hopefully. So, hopefully, I have time. This coming week is hunting season, but I, I've injured my back, so uh, I don't know how much hunting I'm going to be able to do. So, um, yeah, you'll, you'll notice certain things are, are just not there. Like, I don't, yeah, like you can see, there's no time to roll uh, logo here. There's no like side bit. Uh, which you, I realize you guys can't see my cursor. So over here where you see my cursor the, to the right of this, there's normally a TTR logo. And then up here to the right of the uh, the Discord call, you'll see normally there's like a little window there that shows everything. So, and I realize that this is, this bit is not, there we go. Anyway, so let's get into it. We, uh, we are running late, um, but luckily, uh, yeah, l luckily it's, Hopefully this session isn't going to be too action-packed, but we'll see. Yeah, hunting, it's a... Uh, we'll see how... We see, we'll see if we get anything. I'm not going to be pushing it too hard this year because I'm, I'm like, one wrong, like, twist away from having a uh, slip disc. So I'm, I'm just going to try to take it easy. If I can walk in and go sit on a log somewhere, I'll do that. But, yeah, it's... Uh, it's been rough. Um, but yeah, let's hop into it. Let's get. Let's just get into this right away because we're we are running late and uh, not much announcements today. Um, I would edit more stuff on the fly here, but I'm I'm realizing that I don't have much time to do that. So let's just get into it and uh, talk to these guys. I can't speak for how these guys are going to be talking whenever I undef it. Well, this is not a bad idea. He's live right now. He's so. edging his goon right now. I'm gooning. Zach, I'm are you edging your goon? Zachary. Gregory. Rocks fall, everybody dies. See you guys next campaign. <laughs> That's okay, we're now all dragoon. Dragoon. <laughs> dragoon. <laughs> All right. You know, most reptiles are diphatic. You know, I, I didn't want to do much combat this session, but we can... <laughs> I can certainly change that. I have maps in the waiting. Um, Just don't, don't take it out on Dennis. <laughs> not on Dennis. Dennis, Dennis is, is still alive, right? Dennis can follow us yes. to our, our next party. He ran away outside. and hid. Yes. He rolled high enough that he slipped away from the passive perception of... The Demogorgon. That, that is incredible. I don't know how he did it. <laughs> Actually, I know how he did it. He rolled a 19, and his, his uh, dexterity is did plus it, two, so it. he rolled a 21 and ran away. <laughs> I like how there's still still drawings from last session with the, with the skull and crossbones. Yeah. Oh, yeah, let me open up roll 20. Oh, by the way, that. I still have access to um, Weavra, so... Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Just don't change anything. <laughs> oh, okay. I transferred all of Beep's inventory into mine. Yeah, I, I moved a lot of Weaver's stuff. I took all his spell components because he doesn't need I actually combined our classes into one. Hmm. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. 
you like absorb the power of your fallen enemy. <laughs> like like your comrades die and you're like just, you're absorbing like their the, strength. It's like the Ornstein Snow fight in Dark Souls. Your power will become mine. All your base are belong to us. Unlimited power. All right, so let's do a bit of recap because two of you are missing last session, and uh, we'll go from there. So I realize I don't have my music up. That's important. Uh, we'll go there. Okay. Um, last we left off, uh, all of you traveled into the dwarven kingdom of Arondor after, uh. Escaping through uh, the Iron Checkpoint, battling some undead dwarves, uh, and make, finally making your way to the... Um, Jesus. Alright, sorry. Finally making your way to the now-found-out, long-abandoned city, uh, Great Dwarven City of Nentorum. There you found a ghost town. No one alive, no one dead. Um, houses were seemingly empty, like they were just abandoned. Uh, you found small evidences of, like, skirmishes, but no bodies. Uh, you eventually wandered your way through the city until you got to, like, a central point where you saw a, almost like a, uh, squared-off cathedral-like, uh, area... Uh, and with with pillars guiding itself along the outside, uh, and with a um, made out of stone, some sort of marble uh, top, and you eventually wandered your way in there, where you found a broken statue of a uh, some sort of dwarvish warrior having wings, but the, the statue had long since been shattered, and that's where you all eventually found yourself being stalked and hunted by a demigorgon. Um, it, after a long fight and a person being feeble-minded, being beep, uh, and eventually being able to break him out of that, that curse and almost taking some losses yourself, you were able to defeat the creature, at least to some point, leaving yourself with battle wounds and some curiosity as to why the creature was still able to speak into your head, even though it had apparently died. Um, where we left off was you guys basically pitching tents here uh, and going down for a long rest. Um, I think what we're going to do is uh, we'll start at that long rest. So if you guys want to do anything before you go to bed, you can do that. Um, if not, we're going to have some watches and then we'll go from there. So you guys, you guys want to do anything before you take a rest reminder to keep in mind, this is coming off of a battle where like half of you just got KO'd. So I imagine this will be a long rest. This is a long rest. You guys are decided. Yeah. You guys had decided to sit down for a long rest because you guys kind of got your asses kicked. I'm doing Liam and yeah. Tiny Hut. Okay, so you start. You start the incantation. Um, takes you a minute. Uh, 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 Alan will. He has a spell. I'll put it like toward the middle, like yeah. around where Dennis is. Why? I got to keep Dennis protected. Did this go? Why am I not in dark mode anymore? Um, okay, let's grab Alan's character sheet. 
Wow, we're all here. I can only, I only have to play the NPCs today. Dun, dun, dun. This is great. Okay. Uh, so you're going to cast Lumen's Tiny Hut, assuming that everyone's going to get under there. Um, yeah, you've, it, all of you have seen yeah. Beep cast this a few times uh, here and there. Um, generally when you're in more dangerous situations, but you would know that if you go underneath that hut, that translucent sphere uh, or half sphere, uh, you, you'd be protected for the night. Don't think it's quite big enough to fit a donkey in, though. Um, I mean, it says nine creatures of medium size or smaller. Donkeys aren't that big. Sorry, Ori. <laughs> nine creatures of medium. We'll just count. We'll ca Ori technically counts as two medium creatures because he's large. That's kind of how I see it. Or one and a half medium creatures, more or less. So you guys have eight here. Yeah, you'd be able to just barely all squeeze in there. Although Alan will probably stay out with the donkey if that if that's going to be the case, just given his abilities. Well, can can Beep stay in like outside the hut nope. to keep Dennis safe? Nope. Dang. Nope. <laughs> Someone uh, take the you, bullet. We got to protect Dennis. You've got to be inside the hut as the caster. Well, it's active. We don't think you can okay. exit. I double checked the the wording on that spell. Let me grab music just because. All right. Uh, where did you put? Did you? Yeah. Okay. You posted that as well. Um, all the creatures and objects are barred from passing through this. <laughs> The spell ends if you leave its area. So yeah, if you if you exit the spell, it stops. Yeah, I'll just be uh, I'll just be staying in the hut then. Okay. Uh, does anybody else want to do anything before going on this long rest? Okay. I'm good. Okay. Um. All right, Alan will take first watch. So if you guys want to, maybe wants to join him, feel free. But Alan is going to actually roll a history check to see if he uh, knows anything about this place. I'll take second. <clears throat> Starting off strong, natural one. Good boy. He does not know anything about this place. Can I help? Sure. Do you want to roll one or do you want him to roll again? His sister's probably better than mine. I think his, his is a plus, plus four. Yeah. Okay. Three! Plus four. Seven. No, he knows nothing. <laughs> Dude, it's it's rough. It's, it's crazy. The second I DM, it's just like I can't roll for shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happens to me. <laughs> I'll take third watch. Okay. All right, so Ori's going to take second watch, Alan's going to take first, and uh, Thaddeus is going to take third. Uh, Weaver, are you going to try to take third, or are you? Yeah. Okay, so Weaver will join Thaddeus. All right, so Alan's going to look around and just marvel at the dwarvish architecture. Um, you all notice the dim globules of light that are floating around the area that Alan is producing from his staff. Um, and uh, 
side note with Lehman's tiny hut, you can you can control the um, you control like whether or not there's light or not inside of it. Uh, but the light doesn't shine out of it. It's completely block the light blocks out because of the magic. So if you want light, if you want there to be like little night lights, you can uh, for beep. Okay, perception check. Luckily, this is his good stat. Because I just rolled a 7. That's a 1, 3, and a 7, guys. This is going... This is going fantastic for me. That's I just, a, you know it's going to be a good day. It's okay, though. If you uh, roll a 9, you'll have a 20. Uh, it's okay, though. Because his perception's plus 14. So, um, 21. Can I have someone roll a d10 for me? I got you. There you go. Six. Six. Okay. Um, the sound. Yeah, sound passes through the t through the hut. Um, as all of you go down to sleep for the night, and uh, you're all bunched up. Dennis is out there with Alan. Uh, Alan's handing him a carrot every once in a while just to keep him. Uh, keep him happy and then eventually uh, he does kind of like wander towards the hut and lays down on the side of the hut um, and let's see here okay right, all of you hear the occasional water driplets coming from the ceiling you're you specifically for um Weavra. This is not a place you want to be. Uh, yeah. uh, being underground is not one of your favorite places in the world, and the moisture in the air really sets in now that you're resting and relaxing down in this subterranean lower part of the caves. Um, it's uncomfortable. However, being in the hut does mitigate some of that. And uh, it's just... You can't, you being the perceptive person you are, even as you're sleeping, you do hear just the faintest little drips that just kind of piss you off a little bit. Um, can't help but feel that way. Um, uh, Zane, specifically for you as you, as you fall asleep, uh, you smell and you know a very specific smell that's wafting through the air. And with your passive perception, it's easy enough to smell. You smell gunpowder. Um, and it's it's faint, but it's a uh, it's like in it like wafts in and out with every like casual breeze coming through, and all of you as you go to sleep, you do hear rockfall. Some large, some small, some pebbles hitting the ground. Um, uh, but as you get about three hours into your sleep, right before second watch, Alan is being very vigilant with the role he had. Um, you do all hear, because they, yeah, they rolled like shit for their uh, stealth. You do hear pitter-patter crawling on the ceiling. Um, Alan will look up, and above Alan, he'll see what seems to be 
small humanoids. Um, probably no bigger than Alara. Uh, and Alan will kind of look at all of you like, hey, uh, I don't know what's out there, but uh, I think they're fine. They're just watching us. Anybody that's awake. Don't know if anybody wakes up from him quietly saying that. Uh, <laughs> roll performance check for him. Trying to sleep. And Alan will be like, alright. And he'll send one of his globules up to the ceiling. And in front of him is about as a pack crawling on the ceiling of about 15 cave-dwelling goblins. And they're all kind of looking at him with a um, with an intense stare. And as Alan kind of flares his staff and the lights get brighter, they immediately cover their eyes and they skitter across the ceiling away. Um, I'd say for the sake of being able to hear the, the, uh, or I guess seeing them because the, the hut can be translucent. You can see out of it. You can't see inside of it. Um, was any, would anybody wake up from him saying this or would I, I mean, I, I'd, I'd assume Weaver being hypervigilant would, but I probably would. Yeah. Okay. Make a perception check then just for the sake of it. Mm -hmm. Right, there's my nat one to kick things off. <laughs> you can key in on the skittering, and you could key in on them running away. However, you cannot tell what they are, uh, just in a haze of you being asleep, um, or not like so. Like it's kind of like the um, the half the half asleep walk that you have to the bathroom at midnight. You know, like <laughs> it's kind of that feeling where it's just haziness. You look up, there's something there. You hear it, but. You're too tired to really care. Um, but other than that, the first watch goes off without much issue. Was Ori that was going to take the second? Yeah. So Alan will walk over and uh, he will... Uh, um, he will do something for good old, uh, good old Dennis here. Um, he's going to cast... Uh, can he do this? I think he can do this. No, he can't. He's a druid. What am I talking about? Um, but what he will do is that he will uh, he will cast. I think it was a spell. All right, he will cast Beast Bond with Dennis. Just so if, if Dennis hears any, he can sense the, uh, you'll be able to sense the emotions of Dennis and see through his eyes if he needs to. So he'll tap Dennis and just kind of talk to him and have a one-off conversation with, yeah, I got you covered, buddy. Just keep, keep laying down and sleeping. And he'll walk into the hut and kind of tap you on the shoulder, Ori. Ooh. Hey, it's your turn roll out of the hut. I I don't think they're much trouble, Ori, but there were some goblins crawling on the ceiling. Uh, they disappeared about an hour ago, but keep an eye out for them. Oh, I drew that. Good night. And he will curl up into the hut and pass out. 
Um, is there anything you want to do during your watch, Ori, other than just kind of like look around? Uh, I'm good. Okay, so make a perception check for me. And it is dark, but Alan and the globules do disappear as Alan goes to sleep. So it is dark. So make it with this. Uh, wait, do you have a dark vision? Yeah, I got dark vision. Okay, so for your immediate area, it'd be a normal perception check. Um, but for if you're trying to peer out any farther than whatever your dark vision is, then I will, you'll have to make it with a disadvantage. So do you want to try to look out farther? Or you're just trying to make sure nothing enters your area. Uh, I'll just look in the area. Okay, make a perception check. Fifteen. Fifteen. Um, can I have? Thaddeus, can you roll a d10 for me? Uh huh. Thank you. Six. Interestingly enough, um, Ori, you're kind of like sitting back against the pillar, maybe or maybe close to Dennis, and you hear pitter patter on the ceiling. And you look up, it's kind of too hard to see from where you're at, given your dark vision. However, you do see silhouettes of small, tiny little creatures, almost attached to the ceiling. Their hands aren't touching the ceiling, but you can see their hands moving. Uh, you look up, if you want to try to peer as closer as to what these are, you can make a <clears throat> perception check with disadvantage. Uh, I got a torch, can I use that? Yeah, so I'll produce some light, so that, that would give you a regular perception check. Ooh, uh, nat 20. Nat 20. You see about 15 to 16 little cave-dwelling goblins uh, coming back. And they're the exact goblins that or that, uh, that Alan described to you. Uh, they're, they're like... They're skittering on, on the... On the ceiling. And as you look closer now for the... Now for, with the light of the torch, as the light hits them, you can see them... Like their eyes squint as they look at the light. You can immediately tell that light is not their favorite thing in the world. Um, throw the torch at him. You can throw the torch at him. Roll, roll a d20 and add your dexterity modifier. Uh, dirty 20. Okay. You throw it up oh, there. Oh. And as it hits... You're strong enough that you can throw a torch all the way up to the ceiling, which is about... 200 feet, 300 feet above you. Um, but as you throw it up there, it like clanger, like it clangs off the top and falls down. And as it hits, they all just like look at you and in like broken got and like broken goblin and common. They say, <laughs> and they just like skitter back out of the way. As you look, or, as you look, or, or good, spread his arms out. He just says, What? <laughs> Uh, as you look closer, Ori, as you're doing that, you do notice they have, like, these weird leather harnesses on them. And as they're skittering across, it's not their hands that are grabbing onto the ceiling. Their backs are, like, on the ceiling, skittering across. Oh. It's kind of weird. It's, it's, it's weird to look at because you see their full 
their full facing body. You see their faces, you see their arms, you see they're not wielding any weapons to at least what you can see, maybe small daggers or rocks here and there. Um, but they're just skittering across and you hear the skittering and you see slight movement from maybe it's a device or a another appendage or something that's grabbing onto the ceiling and skittering themselves uh, across it, uh, across the top. But they disappear. Uh, they, they're clearly afraid of... Uh, <coughs> clearly afraid of the um, torch that you threw up there. And the torch does clang down to the bottom. Weaver, this wakes you up pretty instantly. Hearing a loud bang of wood hit the ground probably a few feet away from the the uh, uh the, from the hut but you see you do look out and see Ori just kind of like walking over to grab the torch and you're like okay whatever I uh, like one of these yeah there's still coal and uh pieces of dried wood in there alright I'm gonna light uh this one and this one okay Oh, shit. Can you guys see anything at all? Not anymore. I turned on dynamic... Epic performance notification. I turned on dynamic lighting by accident. Hold on. So dark. Uno momento, por favor. I'm going to turn my lights out so I'm reversed. This is what I would actually see. Lighting. Turn that off. Safe. All right, there you go. There's a way to place light, and you need dynamic lighting on in order to do that. So I was like, oh, maybe I'll place light there. Nah. Nah, I was just, I was just hoping to, like, give you, like, a cone, like, of, of light or a sphere of light, but it does not. It's like a, it's like a plug-in for that, I think. Yeah, I need to I need to mess more with uh, Roll20. Um, okay, so rest of your watch goes off without much issue. Um as you light those up, you immediately get a broader picture of the of the city in front of you with this seemingly no light inside this in, inside the darkness. Oh wow, you good, Brett? <laughs> that was <laughs> that got darker real quick. That distracted the shit out of me. <laughs> Sorry. I'm trying to. Oh, that wasn't the right button. Oh god, I, I'm trying to like get the stream light or the light so it's like visible but dark behind me i don't know right given some ambiance yeah oh um or as you look out into the city it's massive like yeah you got the sense that this is a pretty big city walking through but as the light kind of like shines out into the darkness it's like reflecting off the buildings and it's kind of strange to see because as it reflects off, you see sparklings of, like, colored crystals that are now being illuminated. Because just the few bits of, like, light coming off of this fire. And you start to see, like, in the houses closest to you, in the buildings closest to you, the very walls, that of the stone, the stone walls that these are made out of start to glow in, like, these rainbow-colored lights. Um... And it almost comes in waves as the as the fire flickers. It follows the the like the light waves of the fire flickering, and you get the sense this the stone that was made from uh, 
that most of these houses that some of these houses are made of reflect light somehow and it's kind of strange to look at it's it's bizarre um and you see that on both ends and also what you see uh is with every flash of light you see groups of these tiny little humanoids running away from you guys like probably 40 maybe 50 maybe even 100 uh, and they're the just closest, they're dashing the uh the closest they just off in a distance they're they're about they're just far enough away where the light doesn't bother them so they're about 120 feet away from you and they're just kind of all they're they're all looking at you it's almost like they're not trying to be i guess hostile towards you it's more of a curiosity than anything and they're just kind of like looking, peeking Ori. around corners, and. Or he's going to. Uh... Where am I at? Am I uh... past this statue here? Like right up here? You can be, yeah. In the city, in the city's like. No, so there's city. So the city is on each side. With a. Oh, okay, think about okay. think about the Abe Lincoln Memorial in DC. It's kind uh, of similar uh... infrastructure where all the sides are open. It's just these pillars create a majority of the sides. So these bra those brazzers that you uh, or braziers or whatever you call them, um, definitely brazzers. Yes, yeah, definitely, definitely brazzers. <laughs> Someone played Pornhub. Uh, <laughs> Pornhub. But somebody's yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, you look out and there's just it's just wall to wall buildings everywhere you look, and it's reflecting light. And you do see them off in the distance. And as they see your silhouette. Uh, assuming they can see your silhouette. They see your silhouette. That's the highest roll I've rolled all night, which is a 14. Um, Let's go. They immediately see you, and, and they just fucking bail. Uh, I'm going to put my torch, like, right here. Okay. I'm going to get out a, a ration <laughs> and, and, throw it, and throw it out. Okay. So if one gets it, and I'm going to try to lead it with another ration. Make a persuasion check. There, there's your torch. What's uh, my persuasion? Uh, insight check for me. Oh, okay, that's pretty good. Uh, twenty-three. They. One of them kind of gets a little closer. It sees the ration, and. You can tell its nose is getting the better of it. And as it gets about 60 feet away from you, you see a much older looking goblin run within your dark vision range in the light of this uh, light of this brazier. And uh, it like grabs the, the goblin and like drags it away as the goblin. You could hear it say, but I, I, I want it. Hey, I'm not gonna. Was that in common? Broken common, yeah. Uh. Throw out a gold coin. <laughs> Make a persuasion check with advantage. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, 25. The little goblin breaks free of the grasp of the older goblin 
and like on all fours, like a rabid animal, runs, grabs, grabs the gold, and then as it goes to grab the gold, it like, it goes to like, it grabs the gold, picks it up, mark a gold off. By the way, uh, I'm gonna take up my. Uh, uh, gold where my gold's at I guess the gold sack mm -hmm. and I'm gonna jingle it okay I'm gonna get I'm gonna get down on one knee and jingle it come here come on and it just it grabs the gold looks at it and it, it's it's soul focuses on this gold and it's looking at it like fucking Gollum from Lord of the Rings with the ring all right it's just like Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. And then and then it hears it hears the it hears the rattling of the gold and like the most creepiest look from this goblin it goes from staring at this gold to just it head its head slowly lifts and eyes lo eyes lock you like lock on you. It puts the gold in its mouth, leaps bounds towards you, grabs the ration on the way, shoves it in its mouth and leaps towards your bag of gold. I, I grab him. Make a dexterity. Uh, we'll go, we'll go, you're trying to grapple him, so make a dex, or a acrobatics check and he's gonna make a an athletics check. We'll see uh, if you can actually grab this little guy. Wouldn't it be the other way around? It's the other way around. Sorry, yeah, it is. <laughs> athletics. Yeah, roll athletics. These guys are pretty quick, so we'll see if your uh, we'll see if your strength can beat its uh, speed. Wow, thirty. Thirty. Yeah. That's a thirty-one for it. Fuck. Damn. It's, it's uh, acrobatics is crazy high. That's why when I said I was just like, its athletics is minus one. So this shouldn't go well. But yes. Uh, 31. So as it jumps, you're able to just barely get the gold bag out of the way. And as you go to grab it, it just like matrixes itself around your hand and goes to grab the bag. But it misses the bag and like its back hits the ground. And as its back hits the ground, you can now very clearly see six legs pop out of a bag and just catch itself and you see it like skitter around with this goblin like its legs kicking going I, I, I want it I want it and it like starts to climb up the pillar above you give me a, give me a little dance what give me a give me a dance no what for the gold oh and it just it's it, it like starts waving its arms it's like damn it I can't do anything with this fucking and it like goes. Yeah, I'll, I'll help you take it off here. Come here. Uh, he he is stuck on the uh, on the pillar. The bag is uh, not going is down. Here. He's about forty feet above you. Uh, are this are the legs like extended outward? They are very. They're kind of. Mm -hmm. They're kind of coiled inwards. Or are they like behind him? They're behind him and they're coiled inwards, and you can very clearly tell that they're grabbing onto the pillar, like they're dug into the stone. Uh, if I get to his side. Can I throw my axe to break the legs? Um, go ahead and try. It's it's gonna be a really high AC for you to okay. do this. 
So roll a roll a weapon attack with your axe. We're just gonna close one eye, aim. Stick your tongue out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Catch the wind. <clears throat> uh, that is a thirty-one. That beats the the AC at twenty-five. Um. It, you're able to throw your axe and just like a fucking perfect boomerang throw, end over end it breaks like one half of the legs off and then your axe like is enough to, the weight of the axe is enough to dislodge the other side of the uh, of this of these arms, these mechanical arms um, at least what they, they look mechanical from up here and oh jeez oh, that would have been and right. <laughs> you're close, right? You're very close. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it it cut it basically it basically cuts off the first side and then makes the other side release because it can't hold the weight of this goblin, and uh, it fought the goblin starts to fall forty feet. I'm gonna catch him. Make it make an athletic or acrobatics check. He can't dodge mid air. You're, he's falling fast. That's why I'm saying. Make an acrobatics yeah, check. This is Dragon Ball reference. No, I know. Uh, what was it? Sorry, athletics or acrobatics? Acrobatics. Okay, thanks. Uh, 21. 21. You're able to catch him. However, when he hits your arms, the sheer weight of this goblin is disturbing. Um, having Alara on your head normally doesn't bother you at all this is like catching eight times the weight of Alara. he hits your arms and you do take three points of bludgeoning damage as, as you catch him um he's like Ugh. thanks big guy and like kind of common <laughs> um it's it more comes off as thanks big guy yeah no, no problem. What are you doing here? You live here? He just nods and said yes. What's on your back? Uh, he like takes off the bag. As he takes off the bag, you feel the weight shift. You get the sense that whatever's making this fucking goblin this heavy is in the bag. Um, he takes it off. He's like, here. I'll, uh, I'll look at it. Open it up, maybe? Or is it more just like a... What? Yeah, what's it look like? It's... It is a... So as you grab it, it is, it is a leather... Almost like an explorer's backpack. Um, but it has... It has like six holes. So three on each side for the legs to come out. And then there's a flap where you... Where if you open the flap, you see like this mechanical steampunk-like engine on the inside that makes the legs move. And you can see uh, individual pistons that make the legs move uh, for each each slot of where the legs are. And you can see that it's quickly trying to uh, function without the broken legs, and it's not, and you can feel the bag getting hotter and hotter. Uh-oh. Um... He, just, he just looks at it and goes, Not good! Should I throw it? Yeah. I'll throw it. 
Um, make it. Uh, I don't fucking know. Make, Somewhere where I don't see goblins. For for the sake of seeing how far you throw, make an athletics check. <laughs> uh, what is it? Can't do math. Thirty-three. Thirty-three. You. Yeah, three. You baseball overhand throw this thing like a hundred and fifty feet. And as it bounce it as it bounces down the stairway, you just see it go you just see the bag start to like glow a little bit more of a red color, and then eventually it just go you hear a very slight invivra with the with your perception check that you made. You hear figured I don't clock this. You don't you don't clock what's going on with Ori, but you do hear this the most obnoxious, like high-pitched whine that's starting to reverberate throughout the entire cave and you eventually hear explosion just obnoxiously loud it rocks everybody inside the uh inside the hut everybody wakes up um and uh, i'll pay for that he just goes ah we got more okay because i'm really broke right now that would have sent me back. Gold. He puts out his hand like Alara does for cheese. Uh, yeah. How about I give you two gold and you introduce me and my uh, companions to your friends? My family, yes. Okay. Here, I'll go wait. I'll go get everyone. Okay. Follow me, actually. I'm already, like, coming out of the thing with my spear in one hand, kind of, like, hastily adjusting my turban with the other. Or his new best friend. <laughs> hey! Or make a perception. What's your passive perception, actually? My passive perception? Yeah. Oh, uh... Eleven? Yeah, eleven. Okay. This fucker's trying to steal things. <laughs> trying to, don't answer that. <laughs> it's gonna break my heart. I like this guy. Do I notice him trying to steal anything off of Ori? <laughs> you have dark version. I have goggles and night. What's the what's this? Uh, how far can those see? I think it's thirty. Oh, 60. Uh, nope. <laughs> Just out of the range. Yeah, okay. Uh, wait, did I read that right? Okay, yeah. Just 60. Okay. What you notice is Inori kind of like hastily walking backwards towards you. And, uh, you keep track of what my question is do you would you keep track of what people normally carry um to some extent like i would obviously notice if he's not wearing his axe or um maybe if his like if his whole coin purse was missing oh, <laughs> i forgot to recall the axe 
you would notice one, his axe is no longer on his back. You would also know that his glaive is no longer there. Oh. Friendori, where are your arms? They're right here in a lot of his arms. Your weapons. Oh, the right and he'll go to reach from, but they're not there. Mm-hmm. At his back and uh he'll look around and see if he actually dropped him. Uh I don't know. I... Look over is that gob where's the goblin at? That goblin is gone. Ooh, I should have killed him. Mesh it with my gut. Do I see anything weapony of Ori's? Um, and and or any like tracks or anything to follow. So, are you getting up to go go look where he yeah. was? Okay. Yeah. All right. Ori's um, gonna try to recall the axe. Oh, the axe is still. Uh, as you recall the axe, you hear it moving across the floor, close to, close to the statue. And okay. it comes back to your hand. You look. Make a, we'll say make an investigation check. I'm on that page, so I don't know how I do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, me too, or? If you want. Okay. <laughs> One, three, and five on my rolls tonight. <laughs> uh, Thirteen. Steadily getting better. Thirteen. Not, not great, but um, you don't see your glaive, and uh, you look down at the at the ground, and you notice that stone doesn't necessarily give very good footprints. So, uh, you look around, and you don't see any goblins anywhere. Motherfucker. I'll be back. <laughs> Are you just marching off into the night? Or he gets out his, uh, look at his greatsword. In place, dubbed it to the old fashioned way. Okay. You come? Oh, no, I'm going to go ahead and duck back in long enough to wake whoever seems most, most awake next. Where's um, just, just going to yell? Hey, everyone's awake no because of, everyone's awake because of the explosion. Okay. You guys um, want to go kill stuff? We're halfway through, so the only person who wouldn't be fully rested at this point would be Alan because he stayed up longer. Because two, yeah, two two rests equals essentially equals a. Uh, a long rest, so or two, oh, okay. two turns, or two watches equals a long rest. So, Ori, you would not have you would not be fully rested either. Oh, okay. Alan and Ori would not be fully rested. Everyone else would be though at this point. Okay, so this is the tail end. This is when I would be getting up for watch anyway. Yeah, correct. <laughs> oh, okay. Then, short yeah. rest though. You would have had a short rest. So if you want to use a short, you know, if you want to roll hit die and and do whatever you can to get, you would get. Would you get? Um, like second wind of the stuff back after a short rest. That's yeah, I get all that okay, back. So. I'm pretty sure. Uh, let me see if I get my superior. Yeah, superior you die. That so, might be a, that might be a long rest. Uh, you regain 
Yeah, uh, short rest. Okay. Yeah, I knew, I knew fighter was a lot of it was short rest. Alan's gonna like look up. You got this handled. This one will help him. All right. You want me to cast any spells while I'm awake? Are you looking? All right. Wait. Where are you missing, Ori? It took my glaive. All right. Hold on. And he like quiet. He like hazily like draw some runes uh, in the air. He's like, all right, hold on. And snaps his finger. And uh, you see his eyes kind of, his very sleepy eyes uh, glow with a gr like a dark green. And uh, he looks around. He just points from the way that the goblin originally came. Uh, where about? Or at least your glaive is about 750, uh, 700, 770 feet away that way. All right. They're moving by the looks up. 850 feet that way. Would would a warhorse type of thing be large enough to carry Ori and Trot at a pretty good clip? Uh, I don't have a warhorse stat in front of me, so my my That's gut says out. my gut says yes, but since a warhorse is like a big fucking horse. My purple dice tonight. The DC. Oh, did I recover oh, yeah. my um, uh, misty steps? That's a long rest, right? Uh, yes. Okay. After after a long rest, you get him back. <laughs> Continuously teleport over there. Get the fuck back. <laughs> that would be fucking terrifying for those goblins. Can you just just full sprint or every every thirty feet, you just see him go poof. And then show up again 30 feet closer. <laughs> just teleport like uh, 90 feet up in the air and just hit one that's on the wall. So, I'm showing 18 strength and 60 foot movement speed for a warhorse. Uh, Ori weighs 500 pounds. Mm. Uh, so, um, warhorse 5e weight. I just want to see if there's any... You know what? According to mounts and vehicles in Rule 20, a warhorse can carry 540 pounds. So, without losing speed. So, yes. Game on. <laughs> I will allow it. Let's do this. Period. I don't I am wild shaping into a horse and uh <laughs> wishing so for cool. Ori to hop on. Oh, Ori on. hops on. Let me in let me... hand. Just, just to show you, just to show you what a warhorse looks like. It's actually pretty cool, honestly. This is this is what Weaver looks like right now. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> With, I'm gonna leave my uh, goggles of night on and um, <laughs> my turban on as I always do when I wild shape. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so Ori is now riding you like a steed. All right. So I what was that? Where did you post it? It's look at look at the map in roll twenty. Oh 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 oh! Oops, I thought you did it in. Oh, never mind. Big fucking horse. We turned Dennis into a war horse. No war donkey. Like polymorph. 
I was gonna say. I, you could polymorph I mean, him into a, yeah. He's, <laughs> you could polymorph him. Ultimate orb. <laughs> I'm kind of curious. I'm pretty sure Dennis can carry more weight than a warhorse. Think, nope. I think it's actually the same. Nope, donkey or mule can carry 420 pounds. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, war horses can carry 240. Draft horses can also carry 540. Did you evolve Dennis? You can add armor to him and stuff. I'll allow that. <laughs> um, but okay. Uh, I have no map made for this because this is going to be a random encounter. I didn't expect any of you to interact with these goblins a whole lot. Um, They're goblins. So, you take off after these goblins. What is the speed of a warhorse? 60 feet. 60 feet. Uh, okay. So, what I'm going to need, because you are going, you are taking off down, by the way, downstairs with a horse. Just putting that out there. So, it's not oh, going to. I did not realize there were stairs. <laughs> so, uh, I'm going to need you in your horse form to make a um, an acrobatics check. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> immediately eat shit <laughs> <laughs> oh oh no eight <laughs> can i help oh. out but no you're riding a horse dude uh you do your best what, what if i like put my axe and the sword on the side to help keep them balanced uh it would just make them fall harder to the axe side because the axe is way heavier um <laughs> you didn't have your axe anymore no he doesn't no, have, I, his glaive. I don't have my glaive oh oh so as within the first 30 feet of you trying to uh, trying to chase after these people, uh, Vivra, you and your war horse form, uh, your legs buckle underneath you as you try to go down the stairs. Uh, it's only it's only 10 stairs or so down to the ground level. Um, but you get down the first one, get to the second one. As you hit the third, you immediately realize this is fucking hard as a horse and your and your hoofs slip. And you just go full like flat horse down the stairs to the uh, all the way down to the bottom. Uh, you take in your horse form with Ori on top of you, mind you. Yep. So it does raise the damage output. You take twelve points of bludgeoning to, damage as you fall down the stairs. Got to cushion it a little bit. How so? Like maybe. maybe no, I, uh, don't worry which, about it, if it's a, if I get hurt, I drop out of wild shape, and that's it. Yes. Okay. Well, I mean, All just right. keep in mind that a warhorse's HP is nineteen. Yep. Just putting that out there. Um, oh, but yeah. uh, okay. Uh, I give him a health potion. <laughs> I, I have force feed him a health potion. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. I still have those little ones. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, if, if so it's four. Well, actually, it's you're taking an action. It, it's a four d four plus four, so twenty. Just blast you right back up. Damn, I only got 13 of those left. Shame. Oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so you heal your warhorse, Vivra, back up to full health. Uh, <laughs> okay, we're, we're warming up. Let's go. <laughs> you stand up, and now you take off in a full trot. So you've, uh, assuming you're dashing, you're moving out 120 feet. Yep. Um, you dash forward about... 120 feet 400 feet you get to about 600 feet and, and you both single-handedly or you both look off in the separate directions at these pillars that are shooting up uh to the main ceiling and you see just hundreds 
of these goblins just coating these these pillars. Uh, all just conversing. Um, make a perception check, Ori. And if you want to make a perception check in your horse form, you can. Wait, can you... you wait. Because, it's, because it's wild shape, I keep my mental stats. You keep your mental stats. So yeah, go ahead and make a perception check as well, Figaro, which you did. Yep. Seven. Seven. Yeah, Ori, you're a little bit too much in the blind rage to to uh to see your to see where the glaive is. However, uh Vivra in your horse form which is fucking hilarious to me. Um wait, can you talk as a as a Nope. It's just nays and annoying. Yep. Just, uh, yep. The only uh, thing my my intelligence, wisdom, and charisma are the same, but <laughs> Okay. <laughs> You, with your night with your with your night vision goggles on um yes you you yeah. look up and you see a pole arm looking weapon hanging off the ha hanging off the bag of of a, of a much larger goblin uh than you've seen in a, in a while and it's just kind of he's kind of like it's hanging off the bag and he's just kind of like looking at the blade of it and just like I, I just it, looking at it in awe um, you see this, however, Ori, you don't even see the goblins above you. Uh, I'm gonna slow down and kind of like stamp on the ground a couple of times and toss my head in the direction of the creature. I'm trying to think of how, what would be the role to see if Ori notices this? I'm gonna say make a insight check. Uh, make an insight check, Ori, and make a persuasion check. If we've All right, Nat here 20. we go. Nat 20. Yeah, okay. So you look right through. You, you immediately notice that we were stopped. And, like, the first reaction is, like, why did we stop? And then you realize him putting his head up and, like, stomping his feet. And immediately allows you to look up and focus. And you do see a giant goblin with your, what looks to be a pole arm looking uh, weapon, and it looks about the size of your glaive. About 500 feet up. Hey. You just say hey? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm trade. As about 300 goblins pull, draw bows and arrows to look at, to shoot at you. Uh, as you say you want to trade... You see the big goblin go, ah! and he, like, close his fist. And he, like, you see his backpack skitter down the, uh, the pillar and gets about 100 feet above you and goes, What do you want, then? Trade? Uh, he's about, can I see his polar more closely? It's your, it's your glaive. Okay, I just want to make sure. Hey, that belongs to me. I'll give you gold for it, though. Hmm. Make, make persuasion check. Uh, 25. 25. I don't know. I really like this one. Huh. I'll give what you... Other things do you... What other things do you like? Gold. Gems. Shiny Meat. things? Oh, yes. Hold on. Very much shiny. And we were as you're getting closer look at this goblin. 
he's fucking massive, like fat, round. Uh, he is. I thought you. <laughs> he is. His his belly pops out so far that like he has to like look over his belly to look down at you. Um, just how bulbous <laughs> this this dude is, and uh, as you get a closer look at him, his face is nice and round, and he has like this like. Three little hairs coming off of his chin that kind of resemble something of facial hair that a goblin has tried to grow. Um, very much not working for him, but he—he's very proud. You—you uh, you look closer and you can see like attempted to put like braids inside the three little hairs, but it does—they just don't work. I'm gonna give you all this gold. We'll give it. He'll up his uh how much gold is it uh 479 <laughs> all right you got yourself a deal and he'll like skit right. he'll like skitter down the uh the um the pillar and uh kind of like go to grab the glaive and as he as he holds it out to you He's like, same time. Okay. And he pulls out. He holds the glaive in his in his right hand, and you, this goblin can hold the fucking glaive that you have a hard time swinging. By the way, or had a hard time swinging. Swinging. He's holding it one arm. He hands you the glaive, takes the gold. I think we. Have a deal. All right. And he goes to skitter up the uh, the pillar, and you see him do. You see him like put his two fingers out and then like motion forwards towards you. What's the AC of the warhorse? Eleven. <laughs> that's that's okay. That's a 14 to hit the warhorse. Okay. Okay. Uh, it's another 14 to hit the warhorse. Alright. That's a... I'm obviously going to turn and run if I can. That's a 12, 12 to hit Ori, which misses. Say 24 to hit Ori? That hits. Okay. Let me, let me roll damage real quick. Uh, the warhorse, or Vivra, you take... Uh, by the the two arrows that hit you, you take eighteen points of piercing damage. Uh, Ori, you take eleven points of piercing damage. Uh, and as you go to turn, you say so you're turning to run away, Weaver. Uh, yes. Yep. Um, you all of a sudden hear bows, arrows being knocked again and being pulled back to be shot at you. Um. And that's a natural one for Aim of Libra. You said your AC is 11? 11. That's a 10. That misses. Uh, Ori, a 21 to hit? Yeah, it hits. Okay. You take another 6 points of piercing damage. Uh, this one's at uh, Libra. It's, uh, it's a 19 to hit. 
Yep, that'll hit, and that'll drop me out. How much extra damage do I take? Uh, it's eight points of damage total, so... Uh, so I take... Seven, seven extra, yeah. So, Ori, you guys get about... I'm going to say because it's a full round of arrows being flung. Full sprint, you get about 120 feet away before okay. Weaver just collapses onto himself. And Ori, you fall on top of him. Um, I'm going to say make a dexterity saving throw, Ori. Because your horse is no longer horse. Um. <laughs> um, dexterity save. 17. 17. What's your AC? Uh, Weavra? Normal AC? Uh, normal AC is 18. 18. So you're able to... So I was basing off whether or not he'd land on you on your AC. And what he rolled okay. on his dex save. So... Ori rolls just high enough, or just low enough, I'd say, that he's able to, like, catch himself and roll to the side, knowing that he'd crush you if he hit you. Um, and you're able to, like, jump out of the way just in time. But you do fall out of uh, out of you being a full sprint horse, uh, and you do take another one point of bludgeoning damage. Uh, Ori, you take two points of bludgeoning damage as you both land on the ground. Um, okay. Arrows are still being flung at you. I'm going to immediately cast Daylight um, on probably the tip of my spear, and then I will extend the Extendo spear so it's um, okay. the extra 10 foot um, okay. or has the 10 foot range. So they're rolling with disadvantage and, at this point, right? Yeah. Yeah, the short bows. And I'm kind of using that yeah, kind of using that to um, try and, one, draw the fire to where we are not. Right. And, two, blind them. <laughs> Make an insight check for them as a whole. That's a natural one. Okay, so they believe that they, they see the they see the light and immediately they're like, nah, fuck this. Not worth it. And they skitter. You, you hear skittering all up on the ceilings of this cave. Uh, and they are going away from you. However, there are more arrows being in the air by the time you extend your spear. Um, sure. Which they're rolling with disadvantage because they're just out of distance for the for a normal for their normal short bows. Um, you said eighteen was your AC. Correct. That is that is an eighteen to hit for you for an mm -hmm. arrow. Uh, Ori. That's a natural twenty and a natural two, so that misses you. Uh, for another one for Vivra. Nope, 16 misses you. And last one for Ori. That's a natural one and a natural two. I need to stop rolling these dice. I think I just need to stop rolling them. Um, okay, so the one that hits you, Vivra, goes, hits you for nine points of piercing damage. Ooh, that's a heavy duty arrow. D8s. Trying to do math. Um, there we go. I math. Good job. Okay. Um, so you're able to, as you realize your light is dissuading them, the one arrow shoots through the light and kind of like hits you in your arm. Uh, and you're able to realize that with your passive perception, Weaver, they're running away. Mm -hmm. They got a score of gold and they are taking off. Not worth the chase when they realize uh, 
light is in front of them. Um, but you... What do you guys want to do? You're now about... Oh, you're about six, 500, 400 feet away from camp. I'm going back to camp. Yep. Going gonna, through town. Does... Oh, daylight lasts an hour. Yeah. I'm just going to leave that up. Just a ball, mm-hmm. just a ball of light just in the middle of town. Does that? Oh. Uh, going through town. Yeah, this is this is a city around you. Like this is all urban uh, urban environment. And actually, funny point of order, as you cast daylight, waves of light just pulse through the stone around you in the houses. Where it's just like translucent rainbow colors just waving through the stone. And it does brighten up and light the way for you. Almost to a point where it's blinding with dark vision. At least for you, with the dark vision goggles, they uh Yeah. It gets it gets a little it gets a little rough for them. So, uh, I believe daylight just stays there in like a sun-like ball. Uh, no, it is on an object. Is it on an object? Okay. Oh, if you choose the a point on an object, you are holding or carried, so you, it can be either. It looks like. Okay. So, and do I you want to just leave it there? It. No, I specifically wanted it on the tip of my spear. Okay. So as you walk, it's it's a really even though you were just in mortal danger just. If, seconds ago as you start to walk away you get the sense that there are other creepy crawlies throughout the city that are going away from your light and as the light pulses through the town you immediately understand why your intuition's high enough that you that you understand that there's a reason that they made these houses the way they are out of this material because there's creatures in the dark that cannot stand light and as you're walking away it's like a it's like a ripple in water just spreading out from you throughout all the houses. And you see it's it's just waves of light that bounce off of your staff from all around. And it lighten, it completely lightens your way. It's it's the daylight spell is so blinding that it's hard to even look at. Um but it uh it is cool to look around and see the rainbow colored lights uh just bounce off all these rocks and stone houses. Um, but eventually you do make your way back, pulling arrows out, assuming healing yourself as you're walking back. Um, yeah. I'm lighting all these braziers. Okay. So you just light braziers along the way with a torch? Uh, around the camp, yeah. Okay. Easy enough. Yeah. I'll just do the one first level cure wounds on myself just to... Freshen yourself up. Gotcha. Yep. Okay. Eventually, you do make it back, and uh, it at this point it's getting well into third watch. So, was it Beep who said he'd take third watch, or was it Thaddeus? It was Thaddeus. Which I don't know if Todd is still here right now. I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yep. Uh, so Thaddeus is now awake, kind of like looking around, waiting for you guys to come back. Everyone else kind of dozed back off. Assuming you had it covered. Um, Thaddeus, you see uh, a no longer warhorse, Vivra, and Ori, uh, both with, well, patched up arrow wounds. Um, and uh, they're kind of walking back, and Ori has his glaive again. 
and uh, they you do see it's like it's kind of like a beacon as you look out. You see this bright light, and then just pulses of light energy and light waves going bouncing off of these uh, these houses. So it's like you immediately know where they are before they even know they're coming. They're they're on their way back. Um, you could Holy brightness! You could just see them walking backwards uh, towards uh, towards town. It's just lighting. It's like the daylight spell itself is just. It's like a beacon lighting up a. I mean, it's very. It's pitch black here, so it's it's like sunlight all of a sudden beaming out into the uh, space. And I have gonna, the, um, I have it still uh, on the tip of my spear. I have my spear over my shoulder, so I'm not looking at it, obviously. Uh huh. Um. So it's behind me, like ten feet. So okay. Still fully extended, then. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. And I'm going to take this opportunity as I see things light up just to look around to get a uh, um, sense of the environment and look for anything that looks suspicious or worth interest. Okay. Make a perception check. Uh. Twenty-two. Other than the obnoxious bright light that has now made its way back into camp, um, it seems pretty quiet out there. Uh, even with the with the high roll that you had, you get the sense, uh, knowing how. Uh, I'd say make make a make just a flat history check for me. Me? Yes, you. Either that or would be the same role. Uh, honestly, was what I was going to ask for nature, which I think is the same role for you. Um. Uh. So you would know with a ten, you would know that generally creatures that don't dwell within the dark. Do not take very kindly to light. You think back to your fight with the undead dwarves and how they reacted to light, and you get the sense that uh, even though you're looking out, you do see like faint movement in the shadows, but as light crosses over those areas that you thought you saw movement, there's nothing there. You get the sense that maybe there were things close by, but they're no longer there. So what trouble were you two out causing? Goblins. We gonna have some goblin soup? Yeah. Once we kill them all. Oh. This one thinks that is unlikely. Looks like somebody's bleeding a little bit. I think we could you know, swing up. We could have like one goblin soup. I I pull some uh, harpy jerky out of my uh, bag. God, you had that shit. (laughs) That's so funny. (laughs) Unbelievable. You make a soup in the skull of this harpy. Oh, I just have the meat. I don't have the anything else. 
Oh, Ori has well, the skull. I have the heads. Oh, you have the heads. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Which those are fully decomposed by now, by the yeah, way. Yeah, they're like, like <laughs> they're disgusting. I have like gross <laughs> body parts all over me. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, watch out for goblins. Keep the lights uh, up. Yeah. How long has it been since we left the goblins? Uh, how long did it take us to get back? Five minutes, ten minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's um, it's not it's not a, five six hundred feet away from camp is where you found them. I will hand my spear to. Uh, actually, let me double check before I say this. Uh, it is not a concentration spell. Um, so I will hand my spear to Thaddeus and say, uh, "This will remain lit for an hour." cover the head if you require darkness. Well, it seems to me that light might be a good thing right now. Are you staying up or are you going to rest off your wounds that Ori probably got you messed up into with some bad business? <laughs> he agreed. Th this this one's a rest for a short while. I'm going to fucking sleep. I'm All tired. Right. I'm, I'm going to do a short rest, so... Okay. Now, as uh, as watch... Third watch goes down... Uh, oof. That makes sense for how this night's going. I wonder how many nat ones have been rolled since, since like, we started an hour ago. Like, For the record, I only needed six, but still... <laughs> <laughs> you got five! Hey, it's better than nothing. This game is this game can be a cruel mistress sometimes. Um, okay. So, uh, as all of you eventually do wake up from slumber, you're all long rested, except for Weaver, you do have one minus one HP and minus one spell slot. Um uh, two spell slots. Two spell slots, that's right, you cast daylight. Um you wake up and uh it's still dark. Except for like the tort, the brazer, uh, brazier lights. I said it again. Um, are all lit up, uh, and it is it is bright ar around where you are. And now all of you are seeing as you light up these braziers, the the light bouncing off of these, uh, slowly bouncing off of these uh, of these houses. Uh, and it's just a it's a it's it's just it's kind of hard it's kind of hard to uh, ignore because it is it's just constant light moving so anyways you all wake up but oh, what's up uh, uh, are any of us uh, epile epileptic I, I don't know are any of you epileptic do you want to be a epileptic like oh yeah like dude. in game <laughs> like in game <laughs> like yeah <laughs> well deep's not <laughs> okay a roll. Roll for epilepsy? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm good. It's like a nat one. <laughs> you have super epilepsy. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you can't step outside or look in a mirror or anything. Dude, if the, if the, cli if, if, if the clouds cross over the sun, you're fucked. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> a gentle shadow passes Bro, over you. you. <laughs> Bro, don't look at the rainbow. God, that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cloudy day out. Oh, can't go outside. I can't do that. Oh, 
That'll fuck me up. Uh, that's that's almost like on the level of dudes that say they get cloud burn. <laughs> Is that what? a real thing? What? I've never heard about it, that. I've never heard of that either. Yeah, there's there's some there was there was a pasty white dude from our high school. I can't remember his name, um, but he a uh, skinny little white dude, and he uh, his he was just like my mom gave me gave me uh, sun gave, or what do you say gave me a uh, sunscreen, but on it it said it protects you from cloud radiation. Can I get cloud burn? Cloud <laughs> radiation. Yeah. I'm just. Mean, I think they mean like when light reflects upward into a cloud and then comes back, but that's not radiation. I don't think. Yeah. I mean, if anything, just straight sunlight's worse for you. I can't. Re I, I I will I will remember this kid's name and I'll tell you who it was. Uh, cloud Austin, radiation. I will. I will say that yeah, I can I... get a sunburn even though it, even when it. Hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, because of the. Uh... Yeah. Yeah, I just looked it up. It's I wouldn't a call cloud, it that. Cloud radiative effect. All it is is just like a greenhouse gas thing where if it hits a cloud, it bounces back. It can give you a slight, that, slight little that, burn, yeah. Like, that's not radiation, though. I mean, it technically is. If you think no, about it, that kind of okay. happens to everyone. Because, I mean, anyone can get, like, sunburn on like I'm, a cloudy I'm, day i'm actually those are reflected photons I, i'm a i'm a i'm a mute i'm a mute the stream i'm gonna mute, mute my uh my voice because i don't want to put this dude on blast but i just remembered his name and austin you'll immediately remember who i'm talking about oh oh yeah yeah i do know i do know not the brightest very pale i remember him <laughs> Sorry, didn't want to put put a person on blast. Um, I, I like Marshall. I, I said a first name. Not gonna say his last you, name. You might want to check the VOD, make sure that didn't yeah. get. Yeah, I'll I'll, <laughs> I'll 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 mute I'll most mute it out time. and post process. Time. Yeah, it's a buck twenty one or buck twenty. We'll just look at that. Um, look at Edward Cullen. Look. It didn't. Ass. Okay, good. Corden said it didn't. Uh, but yeah, he said that shit and it, it, it just killed me. He said that. I'm actually terminally affected by Cloudburn. <laughs> Anyways, back to D&D &D because that's what we're supposed to be doing right now. Uh, Cloudburn sounds like a dope spell, though. Not gonna lie. Cloudburn. <laughs> Cloudburn. Yeah, I cast Cloudburn. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of the, the my homebrew spell, the uh, incinerating ash cloud. Kind of. Anyways. Oh, yeah. It's a cool one. Yeah. Um, okay, so you guys wake up. It's still dark, uh, other than the light bouncing off the braziers. Um, what do you guys want to do? Do you want to hang out here in the abandoned city more with now that you realize a uh, full goblin horde rolling around in? Or do you want to try to make, head your way out and find the next exit? We're just going to do some practice swings, but they're a lot lower well, than normal. We don't want to <laughs> find the exit, right? We're here to find a thing. Well, so you're trying to find the Cordaeorum. That's that's your number one goal. So if you want to try to look around the city, see if there's any sort of documents or any sort of like hints towards it, you could do that. Um, but this is a large city. I mean, there's hundreds and hundreds of buildings here in the subterranean city. Honestly, I feel like we should ask the goblins if they have seen anything like it uh, if they thinks that is not a good idea they are sketchy as fuck they stole <laughs> shit from me right so if there was and they shot at us a cool looking like like a gem right like if wouldn't they want that yeah that's true they might have it 
is there an official building that looks like it might have a log, like a library or something like that, that we could head to? Um, make a... Well, with the light bouncing, I'm trying to think. Let me look at my notes, because there's, there's a legit mechanic to these lights. Um, well, if the... Um... If it's been more than an hour, the daylight goes away. So. Right, 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 I'm talking about the the firelight oh, okay. from the braziers. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, dim light, it bounces, bounces out to 180 feet um, from the point. So, yeah, you're going to have to make a perception check with disadvantage if you want to try to spot any particular building, uh, you know, a a any anything in particular that you're that you're looking for. Now, if you want multiple people looking for it, you you can all roll with disadvantage. Um, but that's up to you. I'm, I'm going uh, to recuse myself from this roll because I don't think this is something that I would know. You said with disadvantage yeah. and it's a perception roll? Uh, yeah. Okay. I will. 19. Really no wow. That's either. really good. Um... 12, unfortunately, is not the one you're looking for. Uh, you, you look, and it's just hard to see. It's dark. It's, like, other than the ref the reflecting light off of the rocks, it's, there's not, most of the houses, most of the buildings are houses around you. You can tell they're, they're either single family or, or just single um, domiciles, just kind of there. Um, but with a 19, 14 is kind of the same thing, unfortunately. Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, with a 19... You look beep, and your eyes are a lot better than most. Uh, specifically, just all your senses in general, being being a tabaxi. You look, you p and you do see kind of like the shadow of a larger building looking what would be... So if where you entered was the south part portion, going to the north on the map past the, uh, past the statue, you do notice a larger, taller building about 600 feet away that is definitely different in shape than any of the large pillars that you see shooting up out of the city all right so i'm gonna have beep kind of take charge then okay he's gonna go in front of the pack and just kind of raise up an arm and go beep as he waves them <laughs> waves to follow okay Okay, so, uh... Hey, Zane? Zane, do you have any mechanical things that could help us with light? Um, just torch. A mechanical torch. <laughs> Not really anything else that would be very useful. What if you invented a torch gun? You mean a flamethrower? No, like, <laughs> it's a gun that... <laughs> Little like torches. That's pretty much flamethrower. No, no, like long distance, like a flare gun almost. You act like artillerists don't make long range flamethrowers. Hey, a flare gun. <laughs> I think that's what that, that's the name that's the name you're looking for there. But yes. Yeah, yeah, that is the name I'm looking for. Not a torch gun, but a flare gun. <laughs> it took a minute. Okay. Got there eventually. Don't worry about it. It's like nine thirty, man. You know, I'm, I'm twenty five. I'm an old man at this point. You no, know, be a torch. A torch gun. If, if you make a gun that shoots, 
If you make a gun that shoots torches, is it not a flamethrower? <laughs> well, it, it's not shooting the wood of the torch, is it? It may just depends. How tall are these it. brazers that are along the side? Sorry, what are you asking? The brazers that are along the side, how tall are they? Yeah, how tall are the br the brazers? Brazers. The brazers. He's being in it. He's being stupid. Uh, <laughs> um, they're about they're about four feet tall. They're they're fairly I'm just large gonna, sized. Yeah. I'm gonna suggest we split into two groups and light these things as we move forward. Um. Well, they all these are all the ones that are in, uh, on the map currently are lit um but oh, okay yeah this is I, I i didn't make a I, I didn't make a town a city map for this just because it, it's the sheer size of it would literally crash roll 20 i'm being i tried um yeah it's the city the city by far and away just to give you it's bigger than it's bigger than um bigger than artemis jeez the capital city so <laughs> It's it, you are realizing. I think the the depth at which you're realizing that these dwarves are willing to go and the the size of their architecture they're willing to to build is just kind of astonishing at this point. Um, but you are you uh, if if you're beep if you're guiding people, um, you do notice like torches and uh, the occasional lantern, like oil lit lantern. That's hanging from street from street posts, as you go. So if you'd like to light those, you could try. Uh, whether or not they'll actually light is the oil lit ones or uh, torches and the oil lit ones. It seems like they could be lit, but it would take a little bit of uh, extra time. I could help with that. I was gonna say I'll, I'll just walk by with produce flame in my hand and just. Oh, well, high five all of the things. Well, then that's say, easy. I can also alchemy jug oil. True. So. Uh, okay, with a mixture of that and other people helping you light them, <laughs> easy, easy enough. Um, you're able to light up as you light them up as you go, and they're not every. They're not like put in defined sections. They're more or less. Um, they're sporadic. It just depends on who put the oil lantern out that day in front of their shop type of feeling um but eventually you do make your way down the street make a i'm gonna say weavra and alan should make a perception check just because they're the ones that are always keeping an eye out damn that's a since, shitty roll. since beep is leading the pack should he also do one please do um okay. because i roll i just rolled the natural two with alan which makes it a 14 but or 14 no, or 16 for alan um well so alan rolled best uh, Alan um, doesn't see anything because the DC was a little higher than that. Um, so brutally unaware, it's a happy day. brutally unaware of the of, of the two Demogorgons that are stalking you right now. Um, That's about par for the course. Yeah, rest in peace. Uh, TPK inbound. Two Demogorgons would fucking destroy you guys. Oh my god, <laughs> that would that would that would not be a pretty day. Um, I just I just leave. <laughs> All and make a new character. Yeah, if you said two Demogorgons show up, I'll be like, "All right, guys, I'll see you next campaign." It was fun. See you guys in session Sucks zero. Sucks we couldn't save the world. Instead of a TPK, it'll be a TPF. Total party forfeit. <laughs> Give up. <laughs> it would be funny. 
But eventually you do make, wandering along the streets, beep, you trying to find your way through the darkness. Um, and with, the, with each lamp you light, you do notice the ripples bouncing off. Uh, and eventually you stop and, Weaver, you light a torch that's sitting on the side of a house. You light it and, and it like, uh, it lights up the area and you just see a ripple eventually bounce off of a large tower. And uh, the light follows about halfway up the tower and it keeps following the light flicker. Uh, and you do see beep the tower-like structure that you saw from a, you know, seven, five, six, seven hundred feet away. Um, things to note about the structure as you get closer. It seems like, for those of you that have witnessed a wizard tower, it kind of feels like a wizard tower. Um, in the sense that it's not built out of stone. You see wood, but you also see, uh, you see, like, how the stone is rippling. You notice that there's, like, a mixture of wood and stone that built this section. Um, but, uh, you walk up and there's no door to this building. It seems as though the door, maybe it once had a door. Currently, it does not. Uh, do you, any of you want to enter this building? Well, if it was a wizard tower, there's probably a magic door on it. I'd say, you know, Thaddeus, you would probably know this. People who would recognize this as maybe a wizard tower would be Zane, Thaddeus, and Elka. For sure. Okay, this is very reminiscent, I'd say, of... Most of my family. Most of your family. Is there anything of note, like maybe distinctive colors or inscriptions or something it's, around the tower? It's really hard to tell if I'm being honest with you. Um, it's, it's, it's very dark. Um, you do catch glimpses of, uh, of like being able to see... Um, as the light pulses up the tower. Um, I'm going to say, do you want to look for anything specific? Make an investigation check. If people want to help you out with that, they can. Well, they're going to need the help. <laughs> so I'll give it a go. Okay. Nope. <laughs> uh, four. Nineteen. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Um, Zane, you, uh, you take a look, and there's no, like, outstanding, like, etches or markings outside of this building. However, as you look closer into where the door once was, you do see on the ground a wooden sign that states, uh, um, there's two of them. Hold on. This one. Uh, it states Magister's Estate. Um, it is a tattered... 
sign that is just kind of off to the side as you peek your head in the door. The other thing you notice immediately is that there's a pressure plate right as soon as you step in the front door. Whether or not it's trapped, it's hard to tell. But you can definitely see a slightly lifted plate that you would recognize as potentially a trapped pressure plate. I can get detect traps, correct? Uh, yeah, you can use your thieves' tools to look for traps and stuff, yeah. Alright, I'm going to do a thieves' tool Okay. Uh, check. So, it's not thieves' tool to look for, it's an investigation check. Okay. So, if you want to roll investigation to look further in for a trap... How is that not bonus for me? Doesn't matter. <laughs> oh. It's the first nat, first nat 20 of the night. Um... Let's go. Thaddeus, you look at this pressure plate, and as, as Zane kind of calls out the trap, you look, and you can very clearly tell that this is a trapped pressure plate. Um, as you, as you like, look and try to guide your eyes as to where this ignites, um, you immediately see, like, a, almost like a gargoyle head uh, staring at you from across the room. And you get the sense that maybe the trap is connected to that. Or you kind of look around and you do see like little holes inside the wall that potentially could be like maybe dark traps. Um, but you can try to disarm it if you'd like to. Um, sure. Okay. Roll, roll, this is where you roll a Thieves Tools check. So roll a dexterity, roll, roll dexterity with proficiency. I, uh, unless you double proficient thieves to just roll a thieves tool check if you have oh, what you should have I, I do I'm trying to find I'm sorry I'm not on my normal there we go you're fine take your time I realize my camera is frozen um, oh shoot okay what's the dexterity you said we'll just yep. roll a thieves tool check you should be able to click on the thieves tool and roll the check Yes. Yeah. The modifier. Yeah. It's dex. Oh, it's, it's dex. Yeah. yeah, sorry. Dex. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. Okay. All right. Okay. So, you go to reach your thieves' tools down underneath the pressure plate, and it's... It's hard. Uh, it's very it's very close. It's a very closed-out space. Like it's you just barely get the tips of your thieves' tools under there. Um, it's just not twenty is just not quite doing it to disarm it. I can help. Flash. It's flash of genius you're doing. Yeah. Plus five. Plus five. As Zane kind of like like pat you on the shoulder and said, maybe try over there. You know, just like points it's kind of how flash genius works it's kind of like them like the person like kind of pointing out something you missed um as he points it out you're like oh that makes sense and you gotta uh you gotta like barely pull the spring back and as you hold it back you hear a click and then the spring stays there and you've disarmed the trap 25 is the dc oh Dang. I think I've saved everybody. Okay. Thaddeus Sterling from the House of Sterling at your services. 
Alan claps. Please stop saying that. You know, if you didn't say that almost every day, that would say that. Alan, Thaddeus, what else are you in? <laughs> I'm so. Oh, what? yeah. Oh, 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 wait. You're not part of any house. <laughs> Dennis starts he yawing as a as a as a donkey, laughing at your joke. <laughs> Dennis gets man. I'm gonna pull out my rapier and poke Dennis in the butt. Roll, roll Do attack. not. He only has eleven <laughs> health. He only has eleven health. Are you, uh, are hit, Dennis hit, is about to fucking die. I'm gonna hit Dennis yeah. five times with action surge. <laughs> if you dare touch that donkey, we're gonna kill your character. Like that's their black flavor when they all have their weapons out. Or it's that wood guy. Or he would drop you, and then then Alan would incinerate your body. <laughs> <laughs> Even Alan would be like, "Dude, what the fuck?" Elka's <laughs> just gonna stand back and watch. Are you poking? Are you poking uh, the donkey? No. Okay. Hey, Weaver. <laughs> <laughs> Weavra, do, yes. do you know how to do you know how to cook donkey ass? It is just meat. Alan like slowly steps in front of Dennis, giving you the bodacious side eye. Giving him or me? Uh, him for sure. Okay. <laughs> and then I'm just gonna laugh. If Dennis must live for all of us to die, then so be it. <laughs> you, you mean the other way around, I hope? No, if, if Dennis needs to live, we will all die. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> Dennis is the Cordiorum. <laughs> oh my god. The Cordiorum was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> <laughs> that's me throwing my notebook on my, on my seat. Good job, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's just an open chest. It's just like it's the friends you made along the way. It's like no, we actually need that. No shit. Yeah, there's literally a note inside the empty chest. This <laughs> is <just says> LOL. <laughs> How'd you guys know? It's like it's that it's like that one letter you get from in Plants vs Zombies from the zombies. <laughs> yeah. We stole your treasure. Come find us. <laughs> Your treasure is somewhere else. <laughs> Anywho, so uh, you you walk in to the first floor of this tower, and immediately you kind of get the sense that this is definitely an official building. You see, like a clerk's desk desk immediately on the side, uh, kind of like a almost like a bank teller, where there it's like a closed off space behind the counter. Um, you see. Uh, stairway, a spiral staircase going upwards to the next door. And as all of you step into the center of this room, magical torches slowly start to glow uh, a dim light and light up all throughout the uh, all throughout the room. So you cannot see in here. Um, first thing you notice is that there are some shitty portraits that were drawn that are definitely a little bit more decayed and destroyed now. Uh, hanging uh, along the wall closest to the stairs, and you see written in who can? Can anybody read uh, Dwarvish? Uh, Thaddeus can, I know. 
Um, uh, no. Can we use the rune, the the like cheat sheet that he gave us? These, this is uh, this is modern dwarvish, not ancient dwarvish. So oh, this okay. is uh, definitely different. Um, oh, will try I think Alan read. can as well. Yeah, Alan can. So Thaddeus, what you read uh, <laughs> is essentially it's a, is a giant sign painted in red, uh, painted in red letters, uh, a wooden sign painted in red letters, saying "Employee of the Month." Is there a date on it? Um, if there was, it's, you can't read it anymore. No, there's not. Is there? Is there a picture with it? There's like multiple portraits of like different dwarves with beards that are in. They're so decayed now that it's hard to tell between which dwarf with a beard is who. It could even be the same guy. You don't know. Um. By the way, Mousy, your uh, your camera's completely frozen. Just, or maybe she's just sitting really still. Maybe she's yeah. <laughs> really kind of scary. Maybe we need to call nine one one. So please, please don't. Uh, I don't like cops. So, <laughs> so is there uh, any anything you guys want to do in here? You do see a clerk's desk, and you do see stairs heading upwards. Uh, I'm gonna see if there's anything behind the clerk's desk. Okay. Um, so as you get to the door that enters into the back area of where this clerk's desk is, um, you do notice, uh, the door is locked to get back there. Um, however, as you go to grab the doorknob, it's locked, but you just kind of like yank on it once with your strength and the door just falls off the hinges. Fuck it. Everywhere I go, there's destruction. Um, okay. What are the stairs made of? Stone. Oh, okay. Alright, uh... I'll, uh... I'll go in there and check it out then. Okay. So you go in there and immediately you find just shelves of documents. Um... And they're they're all neatly organized alphabetically in the door and uh, what you could probably tell is dwarvish, um, but so that in that in that sense you have a kind of a hard time telling what's what. But you do get the sense that they are labeled and they are neatly stacked and it's all just pieces pieces of parchment that are like stacked together neatly. Um, you get the sense that a lot of this parchment is old and that it's brittle. Um, as you kind of like first glance look at this stuff, you then turn to your right and you see a skeleton behind the counter. Um, it is a short skeleton and it is, uh, I'd say make a investigation check. Sixteen. You can tell this is a dwarvish skeleton. Uh, short is the enough. Beard still there. Beard is not there anymore. Uh, oh, he's been here a long, long ass time. He's been here. Um, and uh, attached to his body is kind of the clothes that he wore. They're definitely tattered, and they're uh, hard to tell what color they were. They're they're kind of grayed out now. Um, 
but you do see kind of like below uh, or above all this tattered clothes, you do see like a leather satchel that is around his around his uh, body that has withstood the test of time. Uh, I'll uh, check. I'll take up the satchel and look inside. What's your AC? Yeah, I'm fuck. I fucking knew it. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, what's your reason? Uh, 21. 21? That's a 23 to hit you. Um, as you pick up the satchel off of this dead body, the bones themselves turn to, like, like just pieces. Uh, it is old and brittle, and as the weight shifts from you grabbing the satchel off of around this, this, this dude's body, a you hear a click and a pressure plate uh, release and uh, getting shot at you is uh, four bolts of fire from a gargoyle mouth that you do not see behind the door with your fuck. <laughs> so first one, uh, well they these are all the hits. So uh, boom, boom, boom. Okay, you take thirty-eight points of fire damage. As you just get, Ori. all of you just see Ori from behind the counter just get lit on fire briefly. As you grab this satchel. Oh. I drink a, I drink a healing potion. Um. Was that a 20? Yeah. Full heal is a 20. Not bad then. Support of order. It looks to me as though there might be traps around here. So, you want me to look no. a little better? You said twenty-one was your AC. Am I get shot? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Am uh, I get shot again? Uh, I rolled just a twenty-one. Yeah, you are. Um, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> I'm, to, I'm just standing there now. <laughs> the pressure plate is now completely let go of. As you realize, oh, I guess I'll move. Yeah, so you do take an extra 13. Uh, you do take an extra 36 points of fire damage as more Jeez. bolts of fire okay. just get shot at you. Get shot at you. And then All right, I'm, now you realize I'm that it, it's, it's, it's in a timed uh, timed reaction. So four bolts get shot every, about every five seconds. Four seconds, five seconds. Uh-huh. So as you make your way out, you see four more bolts just go poof, poof, poof. And just shoot out towards the wall, and eventually you see all this paper start to slowly catch on fire. Hopefully that wasn't needed. I'm sure it wasn't important. You do have the satchel, though. Guys, don't worry. I got this very important thing. I'll, I'll, I'll open it and check it out. Make a dexterity save through. lunch. Fucking, fuck, no, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Even the satchel. <laughs> satchel. The satchel. Whose life is that boring, man? Who puts traps on satchels? <laughs> the satchel is rigged with explosives. <laughs> um, like a Naruto paper uh, trap or something. All right. Zach, it looks like your camera froze on stream again. Uh, dude, it's it's. That is a good. Uh, <laughs> that is a, a really good, good face. Yeah, love that. Anyways. I'm drinking two healing potions. <laughs> okay. 
Um, all right. Were you going to say something, Ted? I was just saying a hundred-year-old tarantula comes out and goes, and bites you. And then you die. So, Ori, point of order. Um, As you open up the satchel, the first thing you notice is a little coin purse. Um, In it, you find 67 gold. 11 silver. Uh, three copper and three platinum. Nice. Um, it's first thing you see. The next thing you see is that you find a, what looks to be a scroll of some sort. Um, you look at the scroll and, uh, make an arcana check. actually the best at these uh it's probably a one but okay yeah uh 13 13 maybe it's a spell scroll maybe it's a uh um maybe it is a just a mail written in scroll form uh it's hard to tell though was a 13 um the other thing you see immediately is a little dagger uh, about the size, it's it's a smaller dagger. Maybe it's a letter opener, um, but it is uh, just a small, normal, like steel-looking dagger. Uh, and then, in another side of the pouch, you see, uh, or inside of the uh, satchel, you see what looks to be a well of ink that is dried up, a quill, and next to that quill, you uh, what looks to be a rolled. Um, almost like a, a joint, cig- almost like a cigar. Who else? Uh, that's pretty close. Yeah, smaller in size than a cigar, and uh, the uh, the plant that is rolled that is rolled inside of it is giving off a kind of a flowery aroma. Dude, that's just gonna be rank. Just sniff after it. That long. You sniff it. Yeah. Like wisdom saving throw. Yeah. See, I wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to sniff it to make sure, but I guess there's no escaping it. <laughs> uh. Oh, all right. Um. Dirty twenty. Hopefully that that's good enough. Yeah, it is. Uh, it burns okay. your nostrils when you smell it. Um. It hits you with a level of energy that you haven't felt in a while. Um. And it kind of feels like whenever you go into your bloodthirsty rages and you start killing people and you get that intense amount of energy that you feel, it feels similar to that, but cleaner. A um, little bit more easier to function with that. Um, but it, it only lasts for a few seconds and then you, you kind of shake it off and you're fine. Um but whatever it is, is pungent and it smells like shit. And you get initial smell of a, of like aromatic flowers, and then it just hits you in the face. It smells like manure. This crack, literally shit. You don't know. <laughs> uh, you can make a medicine check. Someone can make a medicine check if they want to try to figure out what this is. Uh, 
yeah, I'll, 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 uh, I'll hold it out and say, uh, does anyone know what this is? I don't smell it. Oh, I go in for a full. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, going for a full. Make a make a wisdom saving throw. Holy shit! Twenty-eight. Same thing. You feel a burst of energy, but it's it with your high perception. It smells like shit. You can very clearly tell this is a, this is a drug of some sort. Um, you've never seen this drug before. I'm trying to think. The person out of anybody that would know maybe what this drug is would be Zane. And definitely if Archer was here, but he's not. Um, My guy. Zane. I'm going to say just, just Zane. Beep as well. Well, wait. If Archer has seen it, would Elka? Arch Archer has shaded, sh like, like shielded a lot of his life from you. Let's be real here. I've been studying poisons, so is it something that I might? Um, you could make a you can make a medicine check if you wanna if you wanna see if uh you can understand. I'd say for Zane and Beep, make a. Either a medicine check or a history check. One of the two. You can also make a nature check if you want. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. For some reason, I desperately want Alara to know what this is. <laughs> oh my god, I cracked out Alara. Yeah, unfortunately. Like, like, she's like, oh, this reminds me of my mom. Like, my <laughs> real mom. <laughs> smells like my mom. <laughs> Actually, now that you bring that up, Alara, Alara like could shit. make a history check. <laughs> I'm being Alara, if you want to make a, a history check on this, on this little rolled sure. cigar, like, cigarette type thing, you can. I don't think it smells like my mom, though. I hope my mom doesn't know. Twenty-five. Okay. Twenty-five. Okay. Hold on. Pulling up my page. Yeah. So history. <laughs> oh, you know what I'm trying. I have a negative one in history. What about yeah. nature? Mm, oh, I guess you would just. It would be based off of memory. So. Yeah. Trying to recall. Yeah. Oh so. no! Shit! I'm an orphan. Fortunately, now the uh, thought. I can remember things. Yeah, unfortunately, no, not her. She was dumped when she was really young. Trauma. She dumb as shit. Been with long term memory loss. I was tossed in a crick. Okay? Granted, <laughs> granted, if you guys remember a long time ago, Alara got flung off of a wagon or a horse. Yeah, first I'm like mentally damaged. Like we all got flung off like a horse or something like that. Yeah, so but Alara from that height probably got a concussion. <laughs> okay. uh, actually, yeah, she did go at like mock speed or something. So <laughs> mock fucking seven out that wagon. Uh, Zane, when you're 25, you know exactly what this is. Um, a lot of researchers tend to um, use this illegal substance uh, under the cover of. Uh, being in being generally in their subterranean labs and far away from where any um, 
police could see it. Uh, you also know that your dad is a common user of this stuff. This is gobweed. This is gobweed. Um, oh, I was right. It was a fucking joint. <laughs> gobweed, you would know, is a uh, is a drug that is harvested from uh, the goblin's foot plant. Um, it is a uh, it is a performance enhancing drug. And it is, uh, depending on the strain, it could either be a performance-enhancing drug or it could be a psychedelic. Um, generally, for the people that use it in Ebrax, they generally go for the psychoactive uh, illusion illusionary strands, so that way they can try to come up with different uh, inventions in their trips. Uh, you would... You would immediately recognize that this is more of an energy or a uh, performance-enhancing uh, strand of this drug, and you would know that those that uh, those that are under the influence of the of the performance-enhancing strand, depending on the uh, on the strength of it, could have some psychedelic trips along with being able to be go go through an intense performance. Uh, it's it's essentially cocaine. Uh, same, same effects of cocaine uh, in IRL, uh, but also maybe psychoactive. Um, uh, ways to use it is that it could be uh, either inhaled via the via smoking it, or you could snort it. Um, the other ways people have, have uh, consumed this drug over the years uh, is baking it into uh, bread and other baked goods, as well as making a... As well as making a crystallized hard candy out of it. Uh, Zach, time out. What? Uh, I just want to make sure you're not in violation of any. No, I'm not. It's 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 okay. they're fake they're fake drugs. Yeah, it's it's fantasy it's fantasy drugs. If 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 Twitch stings us for that, they can go fuck themselves. Um. Okay. Just all <laughs> of a sudden, it hit me like. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, no, we're no, we're not. You could talk about it all you want. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, Zane, you would recognize this drug specifically because you remember the aroma of it. You remember the flowery aroma and the intense shit smell that comes from it whenever you burn it. And you re you re you remember this specifically coming from your dad's workshop at your house. So, uh, you would also know with your twenty five. You would also know that this is. One of the most um, highly produced drugs in the world, and you would also know that uh, if you were to sell, uh, if you were to sell it by the pound, you would make a, about one hundred and thirty gold per pound. It is a highly sought after psychoactive drug. However, this also going to get a little prissy. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming I'm assuming that Zane is explaining this to us. Yes, Zane yeah. is. Yeah, I assume so. So Elka's gonna get a little prissy and be like, "People do this because <laughs> she's so sharp." Uh, so it's awesome. Alan, Alan is just kind of like, "Oh hey, I haven't had any of that in a while." You guys want to take a break and uh, try this out? <laughs> I mean, I'm willing to if you are. Dennis, you want to try some out? Well, I don't think, I think and Den Dennis, like, young. nods his head yes. Oh, Dennis, you're too young. You're just a boy. Oh, okay. 
Damn. Screw it. What else can? We, what else do we gotta do in this subterranean oh, shit show? We gotta <laughs> find some stuff. Or is gonna take a seat? Dennis can be the DD designated donkey. Yeah, he's. A... <laughs> Alka's gonna like cross her arms and look kind of upset. Elka, and be like, well, Elka, we have things to do. Elka, come on, come on over here and try this. Just, just we've one. Been, we've been fucking moving around forever. I, I think. I'm, I don't know. I'm getting a southern accent. I think we need a I think it'd be a break. Slow your old air, cowpoke. We've barely started. We make sure there's nothing upstairs before we like party into oblivion. All right, all right. That seems to be fair. Lead the way, Mister uh, Trap Disarming Man. Is there anything else in that room that shot him with arrows? Well, they're not arrows. They're they're bolts of flames. They're like uh oh uh can you uh uh what was else what I don't think there was anything else in that satchel. Uh, oh yeah, the scroll. Oh yeah, the scroll. Yeah. Um, Everyone got excited about the drugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's gonna hand uh I guess hold out the scroll and say uh does anyone uh, know what this is? Uh, it's a scroll. Alan will look at it. Well, it's a scroll. Definitely looks like a scroll. Well, did it open it? Uh, do, do, do you want me to take a look at it? Uh, I'm... Uh, right here. Take a look at it. He's going to roll an arcana check. He doesn't know the identify spell. Is it druid? <laughs> um, arcana check. He sucks at these. Let's really label these things. What is his arcana? I think he sucks at arcana. Eh, he's okay at arcana. He's proficient in it, just doesn't have very high intelligence. Um, eh, it's a 16. Well, it might be magical. Zane, do you have any idea what this is? You're a little bit more magically, uh, well, smart than I am. Try to find out. Do you have identify? We need someone no. to identify spell. Wait, you're 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 an artificer and you don't have identify? I mean, okay. We're pulling your artificer card. <laughs> Just give it to how him. Do, how would you how how do you how do you appraise magical items? <laughs> like, I just make them myself. The fun. <laughs> All right, fair. I don't even know if they work. I test them. Alright, so Zane, if you want to make an Arcana check, you can. 16 won't cut it for what type of magic it is. If it is magic. Just gotta see what my uh, section That's a... Uh, 25? 25. Um, you would recognize that this is magical. Um, you would know what type of magic it is. It's a transmutation spell of some sort. Um, and you would know that uh, you would know that upon opening the scroll and fully looking at, like, 
If a person opens this scroll and looks at it, the, the, the spell would be uh, used. Okay. But you don't know what to, you don't know what spell it is, and uh, you don't know uh, what the effects would be. All you know is that you could tell it's the type of scroll that is a that is a quick use scroll, where you, if you open it and look at it fully, the spell happens. Is there a locate spell? A locate spell? Yeah, there. I mean. There's locate object. There's, what are you trying to? Like locate the important things that we might be looking for today. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you could use a locate object on the description of, say, like a cordaeorum. Um, but if you're trying to use a locate a locate object spell to locate this scroll, it would ping right in front of you. It's only supposed to look... It no, would... no, 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 no. I was thinking, is the scroll... Could the scroll be something that would tell us where the Cordaeorum is, but... I don't know, Thaddeus. Why don't you use the scroll? Thaddeus, have you stand, like, 400 feet away and open it? Yeah, I mean, if you want to... I, I'd, be willing, I'd be willing to open it, but I feel like I'm one of the only ones who could potentially um, help people out if it's something that's bad. I mean, I know, I know if Weaver can throw some spells uh, spells out and heal people, but I'm talking more of the, um... Well, certain spells have the ability to turn people to stone. Some of them can instantly poison them and make them paralyzed. Some of them can be... I mean, it's it's a matter of... I mean, by the looks of it, that satchel, if you ask me, probably is a... I'd say... Maybe it's a courier's satchel, like a mailman, maybe. So maybe he had some some sort of a scroll to help protect himself as he was wandering through the caves. I don't know. Making something help him get along because it's sealed. I'll just uh, just hang on to it for now then. All right. Well, you do what you, you do what you want with it. Um. I suppose let's go. Uh, Let's go upstairs and see if we can find anything. Was, was there anything further in that room that shot the stuff at Ori that we need to look at? Or? There, there's now papers that are completely incinerated because of the okay. fire being shot out at a constant rate. And it takes about 10 minutes of you standing around for the trap to finally stop. The rune has ran out of magic. And you do hear... Instead of fire coming out, you do hear like a mechanical, like something mechanical working inside the this gargoyle's head. Um, it's but it's dry firing. It's no longer shooting. All right. So you guys want to go up these stairs? Mm-hmm. Okay. As is, who's leading the way upstairs? Dad. I, I will lead and I will use a high amount of perception and then investigation checks as we move forward. Okay, so if you're looking for traps, go and roll an investigation check as you're going up these stairs. Four. Doesn't seem trapped. <laughs> Keep going. You get about five steps up and you hear a click. Oh, shit. No, Tracy. Uh, 
16. 16, that's a 28 to hit you. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, Thaddeus, you step on a pressure plate and you see a door open uh, just to your side. It's only targeting you. You see a trap door open on the wall and sitting in front of you is this giant ballista bolt. And uh, it uh, slams into the side of you as you step. Um, you take uncanny dodge. Um, this will that will have that'll have to damage. Yeah, um, but I'm still rolling. Uh, I didn't say you weren't. Oh wait, I have trap sense. You have trap sense. What's that? Yeah. At level nine, it's plus three. Okay, and you rolled a four. So, so seven. Okay, no. I'm just just no. I'm just letting you know. I just I know. noticed that I have that. That's good. Good. Good looking out. I'm glad. Uh, thank you. Remember that next time because that that might help you in a jam. Um, however, you uh, this bull. <laughs> Just the thought process of this. You guys watch Thaddeus get five steps up the spiral stairs, and you just see him get impaled and launched off the stairs uh, by this ballista bolt launching into his, basically, his side ribs. Uh, you take 62 points of piercing damage. Holy shit. I'm getting high. <laughs> is that halved, or is that... Uh, with Uncanny Dodge, it is. So you get 31 points of piercing damage. However, you get slammed off the uh, the lead as the lead man up these stairs, and you're now on the ground below. With you're just like the blissable. What Candy Dodge does is that uh, in this case, it still hits you. Uh, it just doesn't go as deep. You're able to catch it, kinda, and prevent it from hitting any vital organs. But you still take 31 points of piercing damage. Wait, what's 112 minus 31? You're asking me to math right now. Just type it into Google. Yeah. Alexa, what's 112 minus 31? 112 minus 31 is 81. 81. Okay. That was one off. And for anybody that is watching that has Alexas, I don't, I'm not sorry. Um, <laughs> you knew what you signed up for. Yes. <laughs> as, soon, as soon as you watch this chaos, you know, you know what you signed up for. Um, okay. So, uh, <laughs> Corgan headset dot dot dot. <laughs> um, so, anyways, you get hit by this bullet. All of you just watch Thaddeus get flung off these stairs by this blur of a bolt, and you just see it like sticking out of his ribs. And he's like, "You pull it out uh, of your ribs, Thaddeus," and it's just like now you have this gaping hole in your side. Uh, I'll look at Alan. Uh, do you want to get him, or shall I? I'll take care of it. Thaddeus, get your ass over here. That oh, yeah. I look like a lollipop. <laughs> Don't say that. He's going to get excited. Oh, oh. Went in the wrong hole. Oh, no. Uh, he'll, he'll cast... Uh, he'll, he'll just... Um, he'll cast Cure Wounds at... Seeing the... He'll, he'll look at the ballista bolt and be like, uh, Oh, oh, God. Oh, God. Um... <laughs> And he'll he'll cast it at fourth level. Hopefully that fully heals you. 
26 points of healing. It does close up your wound, at least. 26, so that would be a, a 107. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, you make your way up, and uh, does anybody else go forward, or are you going to wait for Thaddeus to take the lead again? <laughs> no, Elka's going to keep going. Elka's going to move forward, but uh, since she knows where the trap is, I mean, I guess the, the ballista doesn't have anything in it left, so... Uh, you look at the ballista, you do see another bolt now. Oh, uh, then I will skip over wherever... Trap is. Uh, Daddy. Okay. Uh, you if we realize that at this point where these are pressure plates everywhere, can we be more astute to recognizing pressure plates? Yeah, of course. That's, that's yeah. Uh, the DC gets, lo gets lower and lower every time I ask you for an investigation check, the more you fail um, in this case, just because you're starting to realize that this place is horrendously trapped. Um, okay, so you jump onto the sixth step and nothing happens. Uh, are you taking, uh, are, are you keeping an eye out now for pressure plates? Yeah, oh, can okay. I just do an investigation? Roll an investigation check, yeah. Uh, 16. 16. You start walking up the stairs slowly. You get to the 7th, 8th, and ninth step. You see nothing. The 10th step, you see a, just a very slate, like, button that's on the ground that acts as a pressure plate. You dodge around that and skip the step. You point it out to your friends behind you. <laughs> so, will I have... Can I have deduced at this point, since I have deduced in real life, that it seems to be that every fifth... Because um, it was the fifth stair and then the tenth stair. Yes, I, I will allow that. Um... And I think Elka's probably smart enough that she sees this pattern. Um, you're not that dumb. Not that dumb. You may be a fighter, but you're not that dumb. You still come from the Burning Heart family. What's right. your intelligence? <laughs> 13. <laughs> Above average intelligence. 10, yeah. is, 10 is average. Yeah. And I think uh, my wisdom's at a 12, so like... You're you know, not, not bad. You got enough street smarts but you're still a bit of a greenhorn when it comes to like you know deducing what's danger and what's not um sometimes i just go grr me smash or, yeah. i guess stab poke. yeah <laughs> you get up to the you, you get up to the 11th and 12th and the 13th and the 14th step nothing there you get to the 15th and you do see a stair wide pressure plate with that 16. Uh, you can probably, you could skip over it. However, as you look up past the 15th step, you notice that the 15th going into the 16th, the 16th is the second floor. And immediately at the 16th step or the, the second floor, you notice a pressure plate at the, at the top of the stairs as well. So you would have to really try to jump over that. You could bunny hop over it. Uh, but I will... I, I mean, you're I'll bunny hop these, over it. You're also in a also... small stair co corridor to where if you look up and uh, you look up on these stairs and it's like a slanted going upwards because there's right, stairs. Right, but I'm also short and if Ori can get... Right, it's I it's mean... tall enough that Ori can like just barely fit under. And I'm short enough that I should still be able to, to hop. So yeah, without... you, you can bunny hop over. Uh, however, 
as you bunny, I'm going to have to have you make a, we'll just say a general acrobatics check with advantage because of bunny hop. Uh, 19. 19. Easy enough. All Elka, like, well, do you point out the two pressure plates to your friends? Well, yes. <laughs> okay. Just making sure. I know Elka can be a shit sometimes. Um, no. <laughs> no, I you don't. You know what? You know what? You know what? If they want to go get high, they can figure out the traps. Or he's just excited about this. What was it? Gobweed? Yeah. Gobweed. Yeah. Um, so you jump over the two pressure plates and immediately land and you look. And it seems to be like a sitting area with multiple bookshelves around the circle. Um, you point out the two pressure plates and your friends... Uh, well, who would be following Elka? What would be point of order? So Thaddeus got stabbed by Ballista, so he's now behind everybody. Um, I'd be behind Elka. Okay. So, Zane, you realize you don't have, especially with your armor on, you don't necessarily have the athletic ability to jump two steps without hitting these pressure pads? Or pressure, or pressure plates? Um, I can deal. Okay. I can attempt to disarm them. I have these. You also have the the uh, the tool that you got from oh, yeah. Archer. <laughs> I have the multi tool. Yeah. Yeah, no time to disarm. Okay. Uh, that means you uh, roll thieves tools, which I'll give you plus uh, plus plus your dex uh, modifier and plus proficiency. Twenty four. Twenty four. You're able to disable the first trap. Uh, you get up to the to the landing, and there's a um, you do see a, a just a fully wide uh, across, across. Like it's very easy. It's a metal plate on a wooden floor. So um, if you want to try to disable that, you roll that same way. Right. Sure will. Oh, not as good. So. 21 21 yeah easy enough it's a you realize you get the sense that as you get higher and higher there are more traps but you get the sense maybe they started running out of material because as you as you go into this top plate you notice that it's nowhere near as intricate as the one that was on the stairs uh and you're able to easily break through dc was 10 just so you're well oh, um fair so you you disable that the two top the two top uh, uh, plates are now disabled. Reminder, you know you all of you know this the the thir the first one and the second one coming up the stairs on the fifth and the tenth step haven't been uh, um, haven't been disabled. But just a point to know. So at, you all make your way up now up to the second floor and you see this like giant sitting area. There's a, there's a coffee table with a. Uh, will look to be an old fireplace. There's bookshelves filled with old books. Uh, you see multiple armchairs uh, surrounding this coffee table. And in sitting in one of the armchairs, you do see a skeleton of a taller humanoid. Um, but you oh, know... Who's gonna... Go ahead. What were you saying? Oh, I said Elka's gonna go over and invest the skeleton while I'm assuming it's gonna take Zane a little bit. Yeah. Just see. Yeah. She's so, bored. Right. 
You go over and look at the skeleton. Make a uh, say, make an investigation check. Thirteen. Thirteen. You'd recognize the skeleton as an elf. Thin, Ooh, an elf. Thinner, thinner bone structure than uh, than a human, or but tall enough that it's uh, the skeleton's probably full full height, probably six foot five, six foot six. Um, but sitting on the skeleton of this elf, uh, you see buried into like the chest cavity. A, two arrows sticking Eesh. out of it, uh, and you see uh, on on his hip, you notice a uh, you notice a book satchel that has a book inside of it, and you notice a uh, uh, you notice another like same type of satchel that Ori found, also right. attached to his belt. Uh, I mean, I'll grab both of them, I guess. Okay, and then. Uh, move away from the skeleton in case it's somehow trapped. Okay. Um, you grab the book satchel, and as you go to grab the second one, you immediately see in front of you, and at this point, all of you walking up the stairs, staring, at, looking at all of you, is a projection of an elvish man, about six five, six six tall, slightly floating above the ground, long brown hair, uh, wearing green robes, and you see him look at you, he's like, oh, finally. I was wondering if anybody would make it to my body. Damn goblins. Can you help me, little rabbit girl? Uh... Pens? Well, you see, if you open that book that you have in your hand, there's a spell inside that book that should bring me back to life. Insight. Alright, bring make an insight check. Fuck. Is that an open uh, Yeah, if you invitation? yeah open invitation, whoever wants to make an insight check, you can. Eleven. Seems pretty straightforward to you, Ori. How about a twenty one? I got a nine, so. How about a seven? Not doing right, great. So... Uh, Ellen will. Uh... I think with a seven, I should know what it is. Alan's insane. Fucking insane. Like how did I get Mark of Wind? Uh, you're an elf, I think. Mark of the Wild. What elf? Wow, Thaddeus, you're not even a high elf. You're a fucking wood elf. You're a fucking poor elf, dude. You live in the trees. You're a homeless elf. He's a wood go elf. Tree elf. Go back to your tree I house. Thought, I thought he was a, a house elf. He's a wood elf. He likes penis. <laughs> so I'm good with sock. He is a, the once house star. Master gave Dobby a sock. Dobby is free. <laughs> is is. Dobby is, is Dennis Goonie. with us? Because I'm going to spank Dennis on the ass and have him run down the steps. No, uh, no, Dennis is <laughs> Dennis is staying on the inside, like the main floor. You're not allowed to hurt our donkey. Um, Dennis is not following you up the stairs. <laughs> um, 
just for the sake of chaos, we're not we're not doing that, and we're, we have to end soon. Um, this elf, twenty and twenty one. You can't tell if there's any. Uh, you can't tell if there's any hidden agendas behind his words. You could tell that he's being honest. That if you go cast the spell he's talking about in his book, um, he. It, you believe him that it will bring him back to life. Um, Elka is going to ask. Mm-hmm. She's going to look at him and be like, does this spell only bring you back? or It's a one-time use. Um, I really would like it if you um, if you cast it. It's, it's a true resurrection spell. Uh, you should just cast it on my bones there. And he looks at his buddy. Pull out the arrows first, preferably. What's um, in it for us? I will give you as much gold as I have on me. We Where don't need it? gold. We you don't have it on you because we just took it. He's he's gonna make an inside check. Make a deception check. <laughs> who? Who? <laughs> for deception? Uh, no, yeah. no. Who who was making the deception? You, you, you. you said you said we took oh. all your gold. All right, hold on. Which is not the truth. <laughs> God damn it! Um, deception, deception, deception. Twenty six. Wow. Um, he just barely beat you with his insight. He rolled really high. Um, very funny. Rolled a natural. You, you you rolled a nineteen. Good job. I roll. I also roll. I rolled an eighteen. But his uh, his bonus is ridiculous for a second. Uh, anyways, maybe we should save this spell for something else. Well, I I gar- Okay, I have. I have 10,000 gold sitting in that. He looks over at a, uh, a bookshelf behind that bookshelf. Uh, only I can open it. It needs to read my magical signature in order to open. Um, a bookshelf made out of wood from what you can tell. I just break it. Yes, but you would be instantly killed. Would you give well, us I guess information? We have this true resurrection spell. Elka is going to tell everyone to shut the fuck up real quick. Okay. <laughs> like, shut up! Who are you? And why should we resurrect Well, because I'm a expert wizard. My name is Ornthalist Virbanese. Nice to meet you. If you want the spelling, I'll copy and paste that in chat. Do I recognize the name? Same. Make, make a history check, both of you. Oh. phallus. That's Gale of Waterdeep. <laughs> I rolled a four, so I don't think I know him. No, you do not. Um, 24? That's his name in, in general. 24. Ornthalus Virbanis, you have heard of. Uh, he is a he is an archmage uh, that disappeared about 300 years ago. Uh, he's an elvish man that was curious in gaining the respect of all the Dwarvish Lords. Uh, he eventually, uh, he went missing 300, 250 to 300 years ago. And his last known sighting was within the, tr- the Rania Trench. 
not very far off. Elvish, would I know the name? Um, make a history check or a uh either history or religion check. Uh, what disadvantage? Eight, you've no, you've never heard of this guy. Listen, uh, I, I I will pose a question. Listen, I, I I promise you, I I will I will pay you handsomely. I have more than ten thousand gold, just not in this tower. Um, um he just lied to us. Those men's bookshelf. Before we resurrect you. We're more so looking for information. Gold. Oh, about what? Uh, we'll, t- we'll still take the gold. We're looking for the Cordeorum. Oh, are you now? Well, good luck. I take it you know nothing about it. Oh, I know of it. Um, I, in fact, it's one of the main reasons that I came to these caves was to um, study and hopefully gain the respect of the Dwarvish Lords here. But they didn't like me, so they sequestered me to this uh, tower for about a hundred years. How did you die? Goblins. Now you can see, he looks at his body, the two arrows sticking out of his chest. I fell asleep here and I woke up with two... Well, I didn't wake up. I was a ghost. And I um, saw my body and goblins raiding this... Uh, tower, but it's oddly and he looks around, he's like, it's oddly put together compared to when I last saw it. Oh, God. Is my gold still here? And he'll, like, you'll see his, his projections start floating over towards the, uh, the bookshelf. And you'll, like, see him stick his head through the bookshelf. <laughs> yep, still there. I would... First, to know where to find this Cordeorum and start working. I, I have notes. I, I, I would love to be alive again. Uh, if you resurrect me, all of my notes and all of all the information that you can get that I have gained on the Cordeorum are yours, plus the 10,000 gold. Big, big harder. What? I'm just gonna go take the arrows <laughs> out of his corpse. I will grab the book. <laughs> Thank you so much. This means so much to me. I'll do any. What? What is your names? What? Okay, please. I, I'd love to know the names of my saviors. I swear to whatever God you pray to, if you try anything, I will put you back in the ground. That sounds like a threat. An important one. It... I like you. What's your name? Not important right now. Oh, okay. Like- I'm going to reach out my hand. That is Sterling from the House of Sterling. And he uh, hears actually, yeah. he hears the name Sterling. Huh. Interesting. And he like floats over towards his corpse. Can't wait. Have you heard of the I, House? Oh no! Of I need Sterling? I need the chisme, please. Oh, I've oh if you you're oh sorry I didn't mean to be rude. Um. Yes, I've heard of the House of Sterling. They were a bunch, as far as I'm concerned, they were just a bunch of wood rats. 
Elka's <laughs> gonna laugh so hard. They kind of stuck to their trees and didn't come out of the forest. It's really such a shame. The man I knew, uh, he, uh, when he came out of the forest, he didn't like being in the forest for very, he didn't like being out of the forest for very long. And, uh, when I tried to coax him out of the forest, he, uh, well, it's like he burned up in the sun and he had to go back into the woods. It was weird. Anyways, yeah, wood rats. Don't trust him. Wait, who, who was this person that started burning in the sunlight? Uh, All right. Haldir Sterling was his name. Um, what is your name? You said Thaddeus? I don't know a Thaddeus. How old are you? Um, how old am I? Shit. You're like <laughs> I think you're 110. Just wait yeah, for it to, to scroll through on, uh, on the stream. Um, huh. So you can't be Haldir's boy. Haldir was... Oh boy, when did I see Haldir last? How long have I been dead? Oh shit. Um, I'm assuming a while. What year did you die? I don't know the year. Um, I've been down here for a while. Um, I entered the caves, so uh, yeah, I did carry the one. About um, 425 PF. So about 300 years ago or so. Jeez. Yeah, I'm an old guy. I know. Elves lived for a little while. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to. I I, I didn't mean to. Uh, Haldir, um, Thaddeus, you're you know exactly who Hal Haldir, uh, Sterling is. Haldir Sterling is your grandfather. Um, and you would know. You would remember Haldir Sterling as an old, decrepit. So, like silver-haired, white-haired elf that hardly spoke to anybody, but fucking hated you. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Because you were a flamboyant little boy, and he thought that that was not cool. I mean, isn't that why he got kicked out? That's why his dad kicked him out. Yeah. Well, let me just say, you're probably right. The house is probably filled with rats and rodents, but I came out of the forest, so to speak. Oh, you didn't bust into flames? Well, that. what does that mean? Literally. How did it burst into flames when he walked out into the sun? Oh, I've been in the sun many times. Interesting. But some would say that I do flame a bit. Did you did did Ori say out loud that is he was he a vampire? Is he a vampire? <laughs> oh, that's an interesting question. Was your grandfather a vampire? I honestly don't know. He really didn't speak to me very often. Thaddeus, are you like half vampire? Can vampires make real babies? Vampires I mean, reproduce. I, I guess I guess it depends when he had the kids pre or post vampire. True vampires can make babies and spawns. Um, what's healthy a vampire? That is open your mouth. We can. Let me see your teeth. We could call it. We mm, 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 mm. Well, if you open your fucking mouth, Thaddeus, just open your mouth like he's offering I'm you gonna something smile. you want to eat. There's no thanks. 
just straight, oh, that, straight elbow. That one Steve. tooth looks a bit pointy. Well, if you if you if you if you revive me, um, I can go ask how dear myself if he's a vampire. Well, he's dead. Yes. And. And so how can you? Death is merely a uh, inconvenience for one like myself. Thaddeus, he's currently dead himself. Well, if we yes, revive him, he won't be dead. Then how could he talk to him? How is the dead person we're talking to talking to us right now? Who's holding Point the book? made. I've got the book. I just, just do it. Just revive him. I'm going to smoke this weed. <laughs> pompous, I, will, but... I will begin with the resurrection. Yeah, you're at a party. Can you imagine you? if you had done this before? If you had done, if you had smoked the weed first. Well, this is his weed. <laughs> oh no! Just I'm high as shit talking to a. Hey man, you were a party. Talking to a dead guy. Oh god. Uh, all right. So casting time takes an hour for true resurrection. Um, so you start the incantation. Um, you do notice as you start the incantation you slowly see the page in his book start to burn away, the ink start to burn away. Um, with your no, with your knowledge of our of the arcane arts, Zane, you would know that every, uh, every wizard has the ability to cast a spell after they've lost their spell slot uh, at the cost of the, uh, of the scribed spell in their book. So you would start reading it, and you just slowly start seeing the true resurrection spell that's scribed in his spell book disappear because you do not have access to a ninth level spell slot. Right. Um, and as I never will. <laughs> no artificers. Um, slowly, it slowly starts to burn away. And then it's uh, as you're going through the incantation, you just see him sitting there, just like, "Oh, this will be great, having hands again. That would be nice. I could read. Oh, I could read. Yes, read. Sorry, got distracted. I see all my books and I got excited. You could goon. S sorry. <laughs> I I do not recognize this turn." Goon. <laughs> that is because you are old. Probably, yes. Good point. And as you have casual conversation with with this guy, you just slowly uh, see Zane's eyes glow as the spell can, uh, completes. And you see, Zane, you, you uh, reach out and touch the skeleton skeletonized body of this elvish man. And Ornthalas's projection slowly fades. He's like, oh shit, I'm going away. And uh, eventually you see his, like, this ball of energy enter into the chest cavity of this body. And the magic coming from the spell grows flesh, grows tendons, mm. repairs bones, repairs. Like, you see the. His, his vascular system slowly get filled with blood from the spell. It's gnarly watching a guy get rebuilt from nothing. Um, and he 
fully eventually his body forms and the skin kind of wraps around his body like a like a christmas present and then stretches to where it goes into the right places it's gross this is this is not a cool thing to watch <laughs> i'm i'm sitting there watching it eating another chunk of heart Elk is probably pretty um <laughs> enthralled as well just because she she loves watching magic work, even if she isn't the best at it. Can Ori put like his finger like where like a like a bone is to like make a hole it like it so it doesn't finish? You know what I'm talking? Um Ori. That switches arms. <laughs> that his, arm, his, arm his arms have already grown fully. I mean uh at this at by the time you thought about it, no. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. If you would have said, "Can I do that as the spell is starting?" Yes, um, I would allow it. But right now, try to block the drain or something. <laughs> I didn't want to interrupt, but I did want to switch the arms, bones. Well, in that case, interrupt Wait. me from now on. So, um, Ornthalus slowly comes to life, and he just looks at all of you. Oh, wow. Great, and in front of you is this same visage that you saw. Just this handsome-looking, elvish, brown-haired, long-brown-haired, elvish dude. Whoa! And he looks at it, can and, I, and he, like, Zane, the spell book out of your hand just comes warping back to his hand. And, uh, huh, interesting. Well, that sucks. That took, I'm not even supposed to know that spell. My hydroid friend described that in my book for me. Maybe they're still alive. And then he looks over at Alan. You kind of looked like him. Wait, what's your name? And Alan's like, uh, Alan? But do you have a last name? No. Who? Who was your, do you, do you have a father? Or a mother? Or a, a, a grandfather, maybe? Well, yeah, of course I do. My dad's name is Alwyn. My mother's name is, uh... Sorry, pulling up his mother's name. My mother's name... Is that name... random generator not going fast enough? No, <laughs> I, I, have, I actually have his mother's name written down. My mother's name is Laura. Ring a bell? No, uh, it does not. Um, how old are you? Well... Alan, what about that other guy you kept mentioning first with? Oh, you mean Eustace? That's my brother. He's been gone for a while. Anyways, I'm about two, three, about 400 years old at this point, I think. I don't know, you, you lose track after a couple centuries. Anywho, well, thank you. Um, okay, as, as I said, and he'll walk up to the bookshelf and uh, pull a book, and the bookshelf will slide to the left, and you'll see a, a magical rune light up as the bookshelf moves, and an intense red light shines all over him, and he just goes, oh, okay, this, this, this sucks. This, this really sucks. This hurts. Oh, wait, it's fine now. And the, a, a latch opens. Um, make uh, Zane make a make a uh, actually Zane and Vivra make a Arcana check because you both have seen this spell before 
and Thaddeus can make uh, an Arcana check as well. Yeah. Really bad. Actually, it's not too bad. Deep. How much? Eighteen. Eighteen. Thaddeus, you can make an Arcana check as well. Yeah. As you a know, player, I think I know what it was. Uh, Zane, you'd recognize the spell as the disintegration spell that hit him and then did not kill him. He just kind of sh- like it hurt for a second and then he shrugged it off. And then he opens up a safe and inside of it is just a mound of gold coins. And he snaps his fingers and a bag of a like a a, a giant. A gold pouch wraps around it, out of just apparates out of nowhere, and it he he snaps his fingers again, and his string ties around the the top of it, and he grabs it. Okay, this is yours, and he'll hand it to Zane. Um, S- split that I'm evenly. Gonna, I'm just gonna hand it off to whoever has. Okay, um, poor day arm. Right. Um, well, and he like waves his hand, and you see, like, 18 books come flying off the shelf. These are all my notes. Um, I'd prefer if they stayed here, so take your time. Um, and he, like, you see him, like, look off to the... Oh, no. What's the status of this city? Um, bad. Describe bad. I don't sense any other living beings other than That's goblins. exactly what we mean when we say bad. There's goblins. There's goblins. Lots of goblins. Be right back. And you'll see him fly up and, like, out of a window. And you'll see him float. And then all of a sudden, this this small, or this, um, this large city that is in pitch darkness, all of a sudden lights up like a sun has been placed. Uh, uh, That's Sunbeam. Uh, like a sun has been placed uh, in, in the center. And... You watch as fireballs and lightning bolts just shoot down from this man. And you hear the screams and cries of goblins everywhere. Ooh. And that's ev- how it's done, baby. And every that time a, on our side, every time a fireball gets flung, you see the flames flicker and ripples th- throughout the, the city with the reflective lights and every time it lands, you just see a shockwave bouncing off of the, uh, bouncing off the stone houses. And he flies back eventually. It's like, okay, that was fun. I need to rest now. Wizards. Glad we don't have experience to be. Go right. around there and get like the experience points. <laughs> so, like in I, Minecraft. No. And, anywho, uh, you can get to reading all you want. Um. I'm going to make some tea. Does anybody... Wait. Shit. Is Celica alive? Have any of you seen a dwarf lying around here? There was Uh, one downstairs. He was not alive. Shit. Be right back. And you see him, like, walk down the stairs, and you hear a click as he hits the door, as he hits the stairs. And you hear just... Foom, foom, foom. Arrows shoot out. Ah, shit! Fuck! Out! And then he like slowly walks. Don't, don't back. die again. He slowly walks back up. Does anybody have any healing spells? Alan does. Oh, I suppose. Yeah, I'll go ahead and slap a um a second level on him. Who put fucking traps in my tower? 
Who did this shit? We don't know. We came into it this way. He took, uh, I didn't roll for, I don't know if I'm going to roll, but he took, he took 26 points of piercing damage from Jesus three Christ. arrows. Um, luckily he's up, to full, he's up to full HP because of true resurrection, but, uh, okay. So, oh, that's better. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Well, hold on. And he just, he's just like, this will take care of this. And he will send a fireball down, uh, down the stairway and you'll just see it like melt all of the metal traps, pressure plates, and uh, you guys immediately get the sense that this guy could fucking destroy you. Uh, just from the heat coming from his fireball, this dude is not one to play with, at least lightly. Um, he's okay, perfect. All right, let me walk downstairs. Let me see if I can wake this bitch up. And you, you, uh, you see him walk down and sitting in front of you on the coffee table... Uh, is about is eighteen books filled with notes about different things about this area. I'm assuming uh, they're written in common. They are written in common. Oh, God. Elka's gonna grab a book and start flipping through. Uh, for... How well are these notes organized? Very well organized, actually. He's a he's an elvish wizard. He is. Uh, you immediately realize that his handwriting is elegant. Corgan okay. just said something that made me laugh. <laughs> And yet yeah, the goblins killed him. He was before. sleeping. He was sleeping. He was. He was just fucking. He's an elf passed out. And he got shot twice. Which is crazy because elves don't normally sleep. They have to like. You're, you're starting to gather some insight on who this guy is. Fucking moron is what he is. <laughs> he's, a fucking, he's a fucking he's idiot. idiot. <laughs> <laughs> that's really. That's, that's pretty fucking cool, honestly. All right. And you'll see, uh, you guys will see a flash of light happen down below, and you'll just hear, shit, motherfucker. God damn it. How long have you been- Where's a lot. How long have you been dead? And he'll like, you'll see like a green light glow, and you'll hear from down below. Ontalos, what? What are you doing alive still? And you'll hear a voice coming from downstairs, and as you hear him conversing with this other voice, uh, that's where we'll end it, because it's 10- 50 um and we'll pick up uh with notes and books because i don't have that prepared yet That's being honest. i am being know. honest with you i don't have that prepared <laughs> so we'll, we'll go ahead and end it there uh i'm gonna go longer what's he say <laughs> he's a powerful <laughs> idiot mage yes that's that's accurate uh, he's he's not a smart. High person. intelligence, very low wisdom. Very low wisdom. I, <laughs> if he ever dies, I'll show you his player sheet, his character sheet. It's it's kind of hilarious. I like uh, that. I dig it. I'm, I'm predicting a six in wisdom. <laughs> close, very close. I don't know if my grandfather is a vampire. <laughs> You'll find out eventually. Um, <laughs> I'll be, I'll be right back. <laughs> right, I'll go ahead and shut the ambiance off. Okay. All right, guys. Thank you for watching. Uh, I was, I've been like waiting. Like, there's a chance that they never find this guy if they didn't roll high enough. So the fact that they found him, I'm like, yes, I love this dude. <laughs> He's one of my favorite dudes I've created. I love creating like overpowered wizards that are just kind of fucking stupid. 
<laughs> and he's just kind of fucking stupid. So, thank you for watching. Um, I will catch you guys next, what is it, next week? Hold on, I need to make sure. No, next week I am taking off. Uh, we are, it's a Thanksgiving weekend. So we will not have a session next week. Um, where's my schedule? I know I have a schedule. Where is it? Um, <laughs> blinks into the fire trap. Let me... Let me f scroll and find my schedule because I know I posted it. Okay. Uh. Oh, no. I was wrong. We do have a session next week, Sunday. I'm wrong. Sorry. Um, next week, Sunday, we will have a session. Um, and then... Uh, it's the weekend after. I'm going to be in PAX, PAX Unplugged. Uh, I will not be, I will not be available for, to run a session. So we will have, we have after this, af after this session, the one we just did, we have two more sessions left, uh, for the rest of the year. So, uh, buckle up. This should be fun. Anyways, thank you for watching. I appreciate all of you. Corgan, as always, my friend, I thank you for hanging out all these times. Uh, there will be a Time to Roll Christmas one-shot on December 18th, so look forward to that. Uh, or, sorry, it'll be December 17th, live. 23, almost almost over. Right, it's it's crazy. It's uh, crazy to think. But, um, so, uh, yeah, so we have three more D&D &D streams for the rest of the, rest of the year. Um Two time two tales of Amrael and then one Christmas one shot that I will be running. Uh, we have yet to uh, announce who's going to be playing in that, but that announcement will be coming probably this coming week. So, thanks for hanging out. I love every single one of you. I'll catch you guys next week. We'll see where where uh, the the rat bastards go. Anyways, have a wonderful night. Bye bye.